0: So let's see, from this Xbox Game Conference, we got 20 games coming into Game Pass, 11 of which have been... World Premiere. Halo Infinite, Fable, three new games from Super Studio Obsidian Interactive, pretty graphics all around, Xbox Series X, add that all up, and that equals PlayStation, you can suck my... Welcome to achievement hunt team 101. I'm Poopoo Poo Cuddly Poop and thank you for listening. This is level 105. Wow! Joining me to Holy crap. Okay. Joining me today, or tonight, or whenever it is that you are listening to this Tomorrow. Is Corey. Hello. Hello. Alright, he's singing, he's happy. And Nate. Hello. Alright. Is everybody hyped? Everybody good to go? Everybody ready
1: for this? Hype. Infinite hype. Infinite hype. I'm Halo Infinite hype oh. for this
2: discussion. Oh, phone's mm-hmm. off. Rookie, rookie,
3: rookie.
0: I
2: don't know what you're talking about. That's who wants toast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great if it was uh, actually our boy,
1: that did that. Can I just swear up a bunch and you replace it with who wants toast? We should do that. Look, that requires work. I'd rather you not do that.
0: Even if Shit. that is
1: a good sensor button for you. Well, you're starting over?
0: <laughs> no. Huh. All right. Now, if we were following the script, it would tell us to move on to what we've been playing this week. But honestly, I really don't care what you all have been playing.
1: Whoa. I'm still hyped oh, for the big hell.
0: Xbox game showcase that happens Whoa. Thursday. So let's skip all of that. Let's scroll down a little bit. And let's talk X- new Xbox games. I like new games. Do you guys like new games? No. Okay. I, I don't really I care. I love them. I don't dislike hey. them. hey. The listeners mm-hmm. hear my voice first, so that means I get to control the show. So we're gonna move that into the Xbox uh, game showcase. But, but 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 take that script, throw it up, rip it up, throw it away.
1: Take that script. Oh, rip it's rip it up. it's <laughs> digital. I don't know. Elroy likes to print Smash out a script. That screen. He uses Print Shop.
0: Well, Elroy's
1: a special case. <laughs> True. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, like I said, the Xbox uh, showcase was. Last Thursday, and it was a big one. We got a whole bunch of premieres, a whole bunch of new games. Before we get into the actual Xbox Showcase, let's start off with a couple of the ga- of the premieres that was showed off, uh, if you're watching the Video Game Corey. Awards right before the Xbox actual Xbox Showcase.
4: Corey. First, he, <laughs> yes, he's talking. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Rude much. I was waiting for you to say world premiere, but go ahead. We haven't hit a world premiere yet. Oh, sorry. Sheesh. Okay, so let's everything.
0: just let's just go on down the list. First, first game. This is actually pretty big. I'm really excited for this. Dragon's Quest Eleven.
1: World premiere. <laughs>
0: Echoes of an illusion age. Elusive age. If that's actually meaningful. world premiere. <laughs> yeah. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> All right. So mine was better.
2: I'm pretty sure I already know Nate
0: and Corey's answer. to This. Do you guys care about this?
2: Well, when you were talking about it, I thought you said that there was an 11, and really, I'm seeing an X and an I. Oh, boy, here we go. So, I mean, I was excited because I thought, you know, this is better than Final Fantasy, but, uh, I mean, no, not really.
0: That's about what I figured.
2: Yep. Yeah. Y- you,
0: you said you already know.
3: Just,
0: <laughs> yeah. I figured this was just not Corey and
1: Nate kind of game. L, Wait a minute. Did you not play Dragon Warrior 1? On the NES, Nate? I'm sure you did. Oh, no, I played Dragon Warrior. It's just I don't have time for games like
2: this I anymore. Know. This is just so consuming.
4: Think of how many fun indies you can play instead of Dragon Quest XIS.
0: We'll get to that so, S. That's
4: what it says. It says S, yeah. It's an S edition. It must be the rank. See, so you got letters you need that to do are S really ranks. numbers, <laughs> but then you mix other letters in them. Makes no sense.
0: Yeah, I don't actually know what that S is. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited for this. Wow. I know this is like a really big series, it's supposed to be really good. I've never actually played one of these; it's always been on the PlayStation tsk, tsk. or Nintendo consoles. So well,
4: now and you can. One finally on the Xbox on... is pretty awesome. I'm really excited for it. I mean, the biggest part about it for me is it's on Game Pass. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe Speaking I won't. Speaking of which, I really don't like this.
0: Oh, it's on Game Pass. Download now or click the download button now and it'll install when it's ready. I totally thought this was ready to be played. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's out. I thought this was coming later. Download. And when I get to play, it says, and it, I literally get a message that says, you know, hold up now. We know you're excited for this, but you got to wait a little bit. I'm like, ah, uh, screw
2: you, Xbox. You I mean you couldn't tell when it was three hundred or you know thirty five megs
4: <laughs> that uh that wasn't the entire game. I didn't look at it. <laughs> I mean it's not the NES version. <laughs> December fourth. I didn't
0: look at it. I just saw it.
4: December fourth. Okay. You can click on that icon again.
0: Yeah. So now I gotta wait. That's sad. I was re- like I said, I got got really excited, but nope. Yeah, I think I kinda interrupted you L. Uh have you played this series or are you looking forward to this?
1: I'm only familiar with the NES ones, honestly. So those were great at the time, so I have no idea. I mean, it's still going, so it must be successful. I was under the impression these were big in Japan. I believe so, yes. They're pretty huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was the first thing in the pre-show, so it was definitely a surprise. So that was exciting. Um, but I own yeah. so many JRPGs already that I want to play. So I do see where you're saying it's just—it's just a time commitment. Just one of those things where you have to start and and play through. And uh, yeah, not good at that.
0: Yeah, I guess that's like one of those
1: good things about being in the
0: Xbox ecosystem because it was also announced that all the Game Pass games are coming to XCloud, which was mentioned last week. Now that I think about it, but yeah. So, this is kind of something you know, play on the go or play on your lunch break at work. It'd be a little bit easier. Uh, something the, like this, if you're <laughs> lagging a little bit, probably won't I mean, matter. That play
2: much. on your lunch break every lunch break for the rest of your yeah.
1: life.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they did have some video and screenshots of uh, retro looking modes. And that was cool. That gets us old people's attention.
4: If I play this game, it will not be on retro mode unless there's an achievement for it. I don't know if it's a mode or if it's a part of the game? Or, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, is it like the overworld? I don't, I don't know. I would hope that it's Halo style. I think so. Hmm. I would hope. One would I just hope. thought
1: it would be like a little part
4: of the game. Not quite sure.
0: Oh, I see what you mean by Halo style.
1: Yeah, just quick swap back and Wait,
0: forth. Right. That would be cool. Alright. Moving on. Next game is Exomecha. I think this is a pretty cool looking Titanfall esque game. First person shooter, fast paced it looks like. Kinda looks neat.
5: You,
4: you guys oh, and the other thing about it is it's free to play, so hey eh, Easy enough to jump in and try it out. My only thought when I saw this game was that I think I even put it in Discord. It is a Kenny game. <laughs> it has mechs and it's free. It's a fan service. It's fan service, buddy. <laughs> I'll try to take that free part.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that it, it definitely does look like a canning game. I love Titanfall and I'm kind of getting Titanfall vibes from this, except it's also a little more uh I don't want to say cartoonish, but it doesn't have like that realistic quote unquote kind of army feel from Titanfall. If that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, I don't know what to think of this one. <laughs> like, just you know, from the video, I think. This was a very short trailer. Like it didn't really. I almost feel like what we saw wasn't the actual gameplay. I, I just have no idea what it is. It, like a lot of the it looks video like was like, play, but a it, lot of the video was you watching two like uh, mecha zords go at it, and that was just like, okay, that's not going to be fun. I'm just going to get
4: squished. There there's a lot going on in that quick one minute that we saw. Yeah, there really is. It was a short little trailer, but
0: kind of got my attention.
2: Well, uh, we'll see. Maybe. I'm not saying no. All right.
0: And next game was uh, Watchdog Legion, which it's, I don't know. There's something about the Watchdogs. like I, It's kind of like one of these games that I want to get into, but then I just don't just, it seems kind of boring. But this one, Legion
1: seems like it might be a little bit interesting where you can build
0: your own army. But I don't know. It sounds cool. I don't cool. know how I feel about, about this one.
1: They lost that underscore, man. I don't know. <laughs>
2: So, ever since I've seen it, ever since I've seen the trailers where they were talking about like how you can, you know, who you can recruit and the fact that you're getting all these skills, I kind of have it in my head. I don't know if it's possible. I want an army of grannies. Like,
5: <laughs> I, I want the hooligan granny.
2: What? I want the hacker granny. I want the, you know, the espionage granny. I want them all to be grannies because that was hilarious. When she pulls out the stun, she's like, hits the guy in the neck. <laughs> that would be hilarious.
4: We're going to have so many pies waiting for you when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never miss a meal.
0: That would be great. That That is what kind of the neat idea between, behind Legions. You really can just customize it and make your team your own. Which, which, like you said, that would be kind of funny. You have all grannies or whatever. <laughs>
2: Construction worker granny. It'll be, it'll be awesome. All right.
0: Next game that was released during the Game Awards, which... I feel like this might have been more of a Nate game. Was Echo Generation?
2: Yeah, this game looks great. It really like, does. I don't, I don't know anything about it, but it just like it's just oozing style. It's oozing uh, Stranger Things.
1: Um, it's Canadian. Yeah, it's Canadian. eh? a, hey. and it's got kind of a um, use a hockey stick to attack things. Yeah,
2: it's definitely
0: got
1: that. <laughs> That's very uh, Canadian. A Turn-based got,
2: kind of card game battle,
1: yeah, kind of costume questy in that.
2: Yeah, That was weird. Yeah, was I was weird. gonna say costume quest. It's got those weird cards, but it doesn't necessarily look like a card battle system. It looks more like that's just that's just you. Your HUD and your health. Yeah, it's just your yeah. yeah it's just your health. It's like just your your party. Um, but I'm I'm definitely interested in this. It looks different, very
4: different. I'm interested I mean, in really the really polished. Mostly, yes, the
2: vibe is it's very.
4: It's very polished. It looks like, and it's just got a lot of style to it. I mean, clearly, the main character of Dylan is supposed to be Dustin from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Yeah, it <laughs> does
2: look like Dustin. I mean, it almost has like a uh, like a Nightmare Before Christmas vibe to it, too.
4: But if they were voxels, yeah,
0: I was going to say it, it's kind of like Minecraft, but not as. Boxy because like the heads are kind of square. I don't know. It's more
4: more River Bond than Minecraft. Pretty boxy to me. Well,
2: they're boxy, but they're not like I I understand what Kenny's saying. He's they're not like wooden boxy. They're like really animated.
4: They're smooth boxes. Yeah, (laughs) they're like really good cardboard. (laughs) I see, like that prime that premium (laughs) cardboard that Nintendo Labo cardboard. Yeah. Oh boy!
2: It's like this.
0: This just the artwork. It's very interesting. It, I, I think this is gonna be a re, when this comes to Game Pass. Which, by the way, all of these games that we mentioned are coming to Game Pass. I feel oh, like yes. this one is gonna be one that really just like attracts a lot of people, gets a lot of people playing. I can yeah. see this one having a really high ratio because of the Game Pass, bump. I'm gonna. Maybe. I'm
4: gonna just. Correct you real quick. Not all the games we talked about so far are in Game Pass. That comes at the real conference. We're still in pre-conference. Watchdogs will not be in Game Pass. (laughs) Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. X Omega is free to play in general. So
2: here's a little bit of a
4: wet blanket for
2: you. Um, do you know who the publisher is? I do not. (laughs) Coco Cucumber. Do you know what (laughs) other games Coco Cucumber has published? No, but I love that name. Riverbond. Oh, well, there you go! Well, what do you know? <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, and Planet of the Eyes. Ooh.
0: Oh, I can see a little bit of Planet of the Eyes. I
2: think that was a Waka a recommendation, point and <laughs> click ish. But
4: yeah,
0: interesting. Okay, I can see it. That makes sense.
1: All right, so Echo Generation looks pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah I think it so. really does. Uh, next game that was was that was announced was Hello Neighbor 2. I think Corey, you're doing
4: when it's played mm. any of the Hello Neighbor games. I played the first one long enough to not get it on my tag. <laughs> <laughs> Seems smart. You, you actually have to play quite a bit of it uh, to 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 pop an achievement, but it's it's a pretty like intense game. Uh, I I don't want to say scary, but it's kind of scary. You're, you're sneaking around this dude's ah! house. He's obviously ah, a bad person, <laughs> and you have to watch out for him. And you know he's coming when the music gets all tense, and he starts creeping up on you, and you have to hide. And if you don't, he'll snatch you up real quick. That looks just like this, and I don't care for it.
0: This is like one of those games Like I feel like I want to stream
4: at once. Because it could, I could just see it being a very interesting stream. But I will say, I have watched Hello Neighbor streams. I'm much more appealed to watching somebody else play it than myself playing <laughs> it. I was gonna say, this looks like it could make for a very good stream, or at
0: least it's, watching. It. Like I've watched a couple of the Five Nights at Freddy's streams and um, watching people, you know,
1: do a jump scares sh- and stuff like that. But it's not really like graphic, right? I feel like kids like this game. It's like right.
0: Yeah, it's like. I don't know. Child me about this horror. game. It's more like
1: intense
0: than really. It's not like gory. It's like or... a
2: scary hide and seek type yeah, game. Yeah, like a yeah. really scary hide and seek with like shovels and furnaces.
4: <laughs> 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 exactly.
2: Yeah, I never would have expected this series to have four games, right?
4: Yeah, like, yeah I've played the the hide and seek one. That's the only one I have on my tag. Uh, it's still scary. I, I don't recommend it, but. I know they are difficult completions.
0: That one will not become the Game Pass. We'll just make that one clear.
3: <laughs> That's
0: fine. And then the next game, which is quite weird, was Balan Wonderworld. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're skipping right over the good stuff? <laughs> I mean, I was <laughs> going to bring that up later in its own thing. Okay, continue. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to deny you guys the idea of Xbox stuff. Don't worry, we'll we'll get to that. We'll make that its own showcase. Yeah, it's so the next actual uh, game. That the next actual game was Balan Wonderworld*, and the best way I could honestly describe
4: this is Sega
0: meets Kingdom Hearts.
4: I have a better way to describe it. Uh oh. I, somehow I find a Turn spin, it off. Somehow I feel like <laughs> the description of the game is coming. It's no, it's it's a spin off to Super Mario Odyssey. That's, that's what it is. It's a 3D action platformer, and you get different abilities to do different things. Just like he gets hat upgrades or whatever. This person oh, okay. changes their, their outfit um, and they can do different things. It's very like a hat in time, which was just like Super Mario 64. Um, it, it looks to me like that game.
1: This okay. was the game Not, by the mm-hmm. Square Enix mixed with
4: the guy that did Sonic,
1: right? That, that was this game,
4: right? Uh, it, This one is Square Enix. I, it's probably I, that one that you're talking about, yeah. There was one that was a collaboration
1: I, with the guy that made Sonic and Knights. I was going to say Knights. Yeah, Knights is, is the one this. I was thinking.
0: I misspoke. I, I, I said Sega. I meant Square Enix. Or I meant square. Well it's it's both. But yes, it isn't like the one of the guys that did this uh worked in so- did nights, which is like Sonic ish or something like that.
1: I mean maybe because it has Wonder World in the title, but it definitely gave me Alice in Wonderland vibes. It's just very weird Wacky. looking and and definitely colorful. I gotta say that.
0: It is very colorful. <laughs> I feel like if you have kids, they'll. this is probably something they will enjoy, assuming it's not like stupid
2: difficult. I mean, it looks good. The animation looks good. It looks like there's a lot of stuff going on here, so it's worth checking <laughs> there out. There is stuff going on.
0: There's a lot of stuff going on. Nate, I can see you playing this with uh, with your daughter and court. if your daughter's like, I can see that they like this. And also, I can honestly see
1: the two of you like in this game. Yeah, I mean, we'll play with each other.
4: I will give it a try for sure. Um, Those type of games are either hit or miss. And for me, I'll see it through or I won't.
2: Who (laughs) who knows? Wow. That's that's a real
4: committed statement
2: there.
0: (laughs) Everything in the universe is a potato or is not a potato. All right,
2: then. (laughs) Okay, so I just discovered, Kenny, this is a game for you, too, because she's wearing an
4: octopus costume. Whoa. Fan service. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh.
0: I was like, why is that for me? What are you talking about? My God. I'm never going to let that down. That is the worst that horse. worst. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
0: man. Alright. But yes, yeah, so that was Battle in Wonderworld. And with that, that was actually the end of all <clears throat> that was the end of all the um of all the world premieres and showcases that came that came. Before the Xbox Game Conference. Now was is the Xbox Game P- Conference. And all of these games that we're going to mention from here on out will be coming to Game Pass day one, which Game Pass. Phenomenal deal, especially coming into this next generation where everything's gonna be $70. So Xbox, they knew what we wanted to see. They knew how to kick it off. We got what was it like a five Minute or so preview of Halo Infinite It's just straight gameplay. It starts off with you know the Halo Infinite uh, title screen. Press start to enter to press start to play, and it has like a little cinematic, and it goes boom, Chief boots on the ground, starts shooting Covenant and everything. It looks so good. I'm so excited for it.
4: Man, you are a hyped boy. I like it. Mm-hmm.
0: I am a hyped boy. I. Okay, so this honestly, like I said, this is what I wanted. I just wanted to see gameplay. I wanted to know how the game was going to be. And if, this is all a big if, I might be eating all these words in four months when we come back to this, and this is finally released. This is almost exactly what I wanted from Halo. I just wanted that slow evolution, Halo Reach-esque type, Halo, actually Halo 3, Halo Reach-esque type stuff. Where it's just the core slower pace Halo gameplay with some attachments or whatever, uh, and this is what it looks like. This is lo- that looks like what we're going to get. This is very reminiscent of Halo CE, which oh my god, it makes me so happy. No network, going to back, going back to that.
4: Yeah, I saw it, and I think it looks good. Looks very Halo. Nothing surprising. Halo. Uh, I would. I would imagine the most surprising thing is the map, right? Because you, you, we've never worldly. had a map in a Halo game, right? I think ODST had a map. Yes. A bad one, if I recall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but this one had
4: maps, and, and this one had a map, and it had, like, quest markers and points of interest on it, from from what I recall. We only saw a quick glimpse. Yes. But other than that, we kind of just saw what I assume is... Part of a mission. It was very, not a lot.
0: Yeah, there <laughs> it wasn't really a super good look at the map, but it kind of gave you that. It's like, oh, look, it's going to be like an open world s kind of a thing. You know, kind of linear within an open world. So there's stuff to kind of go explore and whatnot. Very much like Halo ODST,
4: which. I'm all for. Like, give me that. That sounds great to me. I, I think that we, we needed to see real time Halo gameplay, which we got, but I do think that they didn't show enough for oh god. This no. game that's supposed to be out in mere months. I can agree with that. Yeah. For that for the for the Halo portion, I think it was like a C minus. I got Whoa. I got my, they they could have just CGI this like they did a lot of stuff, but it, it 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 looked like Halo. Right. See, this was definitely enough to kind of go, oh yes,
0: Halo Infinite is a thing. This is what it's going to look like, and it kind of goes, okay, here's the carrot, and it's I'm reaching for the carrot. I want more carrot. Now, no, give me more carrot. I want my Halo. Give me my <laughs> carrot, damn it.
4: I mean, su- super fan. I could see that. Real yes. casual Halo person. I still don't know what is different about this game. <laughs> it's Halo.
0: I was going to say, oh, mm-hmm.
4: you're the other Halo
0: guy here. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty much agreed with that. And everyone else who said, oh, it looks like Halo. and it's open world Halo. So that's fine. And then uh, Corey said, oh, imagine playing this with Al. Thanks,
4: Corey. Thanks, Thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> he doesn't even play with me. I didn't even say if it was a bad experience. I said, "Imagine oh, playing with uh, L." Oh, can't wait. I see. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, you if can't wait, so you're gonna play with us. Oh, if you read well, it on Discord, unfortunately, it just, just I think it's
4: so four different. person max, and you already have a group. <laughs> I mean, we can kick you know
1: Michelle out. I mean, I mean, and Prue and Kenny. To,
0: to be honest, there's a decent <laughs> chance when we finally get a Godforsaken release date on this game. I'm probably gonna be taking off work and doing nothing but playing this. Maybe even streaming. Who knows? Ooh. Ooh.
4: So yeah, for that that said, th- the the window is, hol- this holiday. <laughs> <laughs> which holiday though?
1: Yeah, hopefully it's Labor Day, Day, right? <laughs> God, like, be amazing. Arbor Day, like
0: we got a couple coming up this in in 2020. Who knows? So well, I'll what? be out go ahead go okay. ahead well halo infinite with the with a name like that it, i'm i'm kind of just thinking especially with like the map i'm wondering if this is going to be kind of like halo's destiny so because there is you know, like an upgrade section when he you know when in the trail when you hit start and you see the map and you know if you've played destiny you know that there was different Markers around the map, different quests that you can do. I'm wondering if this is going to be like instead of ha- having a Halo 7, 8, 9, blah, 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 we're just going to have Halo Infinite and maybe we get a 10 year roadmap with this. And every year or so, they just add a little bit more content, add a little bit more content, which would make sense to me. It would be a great idea. If it is, I'm going to be all bored. I'm going to be down for that. As much as I enjoy Destiny, but you know, I did get tired of the grind because. I just got tired of it. Halo, I don't think I could get tired of that grind. That would be amazing.
4: Just
1: well, grind it all night. Yeah, I kept asking for
4: Halo, and I got what I wanted. So, I'm ready. Well, I hope you're not ready for State of Decay 3. Because <laughs> it is not coming anytime soon. Um, We got no, a CGI teaser trailer for it. Man, uh, was that pretty. This shout out to me. I called it as soon as it came on. I said, "Oh, this is, it looks like State of K three, uh, and it was." <laughs> oh and please! I did. I did. Check, check shout out. Check, to the, logs. check <laughs> the logs. Check the logs. So absolutely nothing was given beyond that teaser trailer. I guarantee you, we won't see this until twenty twenty three at the earliest.
3: Hmm.
0: I would not take that bet.
4: But if I
0: mean, you haven't seen it. Check it out! This is my really pretty trailer. This
1: might have been my favorite trailer. It'll look very realistic. Real? Oh, okay. I mean, Netflix I could take it over. It and I think would
4: do a great job, but it just looks amazing. I know the game won't look like that. Maybe it will. I don't know. I don't know. It might. I
0: mean, like you said, it's probably two at at the minimum two years out. Honestly, probably three years out. By then, who knows what they'll be able to do with the power of the, of the Series X? And by that time, this probably won't even be out for the regular Xbox One. You probably have to have a Series X. So,
4: who knows? I, I it does say optimized. Well, maybe all of these videos say that. Uh, I, I would almost, yeah, that that seems like a given. This will be a Series X exclusive. It if wouldn't you surprise me. were to ask me? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's a very pretty trailer.
1: So you're just assuming that it's going to take a while because there was no release date given.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's a tweet from uh, Undead Labs saying that they are in pre-production. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, yeah. 2023, definitely. Well, that's,
4: <laughs>
1: that's really a teaser then. Yeah. So let me ask you this, man. Let
0: me ask you a question about that. When it's come to the last couple of years about E3 PlayStation has always been like the ones like oh look we got this game coming out we got this game coming out but in reality we all know they're five six years out and it this but actually is seems to be like one of Xbox's first times really doing that usually they're like hey aside from Crackdown 3 and usually they're like (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
0: usually they're like you know oh look this game's coming out and at most it's two years out and it's you know it's a pretty you know it's pretty much guaranteed it's gonna come out aside from Scalebound. Scalebound yep yeah, they're like the two uh exceptions to what to this question. What do you guys think of this? You think that's a good strategy for them to say, hey, this is what we got way down way down the road. We noticed this it coming out a while ago, or would you rather just see, hey, this is what's coming out this year or next year?
1: I prefer to see more recent. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've never been a big fan I guess as it kind of went on, like it was just tiring to see something and know that oh this is this is five years away this is four years away but the fact that i don't really care about state of decay 3 is it it doesn't really matter to me <laughs> when this thing comes out because <laughs> i've got the other two i haven't played them uh so i don't think i'm gonna be playing three unless someone gets a group together but
1: uh yeah well funny you mentioned that um uh, touch more on this later but um uh, Kenny and Prue and Michelle and I were, were trying to figure out our next game to play and State of Decay 2 came up and I reminded everyone that it's host-only achievements. So, um, that's Which just, was sad. That's just awful.
4: It yeah, might only horrible. be two players.
1: Maybe. I mean, if this is four-player co-op with achievements for all... I oh would man. totally be down.
0: That'd be great. Yeah, I think I'd take the... Other opinion I actually kind of like having you know this long roadmap hey what's coming out in three years because it kind of get just gives us something to look forward to and shows hey Microsoft didn't buy didn't go by 20 studios and now nothing's coming out we actually don we can see a little bit of everything I like that
1: yeah I then like, that stuff like then you have stuff like battle toads that randomly appears and then it's just nothing is heard from it again
4: right yeah <laughs> So I'm I'm, like, of, I'm of two minds here. I kind of I go both ways as <laughs> they say. <laughs> I like <slipped> that. <up. laughs> <laughs> I I think that with first party AAA studios uh, I, I I can tolerate it a little bit better. Um especially with Xbox, they they had they have to show us what they're working on. Uh, I know we haven't got through everything yet, but they only showed nine of their fifteen studios, um, w- which they can't show all of them because they want to show they want to have another one of these, I believe, before the end of the year. So I believe so. They don't want to put all their cards on the table. So we need to know what everybody's working on, and since it's first party stuff, I can let it go a little bit. Uh, that also comes with the fact that they gave us stuff that is coming out this year. So there is it, there is a staggered release. It's not all years away. Some of it we're going to be getting. So I think there needs to be that. Uh, but when it comes to smaller games, especially indie games, I really don't want to hear about that stuff and not see it for more than a year. Uh, one of them, okay, that's fair. One of the ID games that we're, we're going to mention is the artful escape. I saw that last E3 wanted to play it then. I still want to play it, but, Huh? I didn't want to Forget know about, about it then. If I can't play it today, you know.
0: Okay, that's fair. That that's a fair critique. I didn't. I actually forgot about the artful escape.
1: <laughs> Way to artfully dodge that question. Oof! Oof! All right. Speaking well, of things I will dodge, Forza Motorsport. Huh, Ram. Another game of show.
2: Game of show. To Was skip it? over.
1: Hey. Uh,
0: Okay, does anyone here actually play these games other than just uh, the simple fact of, God,
2: it looks pretty? I don't even pretty, do that. Yeah. No, I don't even play these. If it's not a Horizon game, then I'm not going to touch it.
0: That's about what I figured.
2: Yeah,
4: looks good. Not for most of us.
0: Yeah, yep. not my thing either. I, I agree with Nate. I'd rather play Horizon. But man, does it look pretty. Uh, speaking of pretty, Everwild. Another game that looks really good. And I know for a fact the three of you guys are are interested in this.
4: Do you, though?
0: Come on, look at that
4: trailer. That just screams like the three of you guys are going this. I'm going to go Halo on it. It looked good. I have no idea what you do in the game. (laughs) I need to to know more. I need to know more. There's no release date with this game either, given... Damn you, Lie
1: Engine. Bambi's in this.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the deer comes back. Or maybe this is a prequel <laughs> to State of Decay 3 because the deer is not like, totally in bad shape.
4: Like The and only look, thing I can say about it is this is, this will be Xbox's Breath of the Wild. But that's all I got. I can got, see that. Just from the art style.
2: I can see that. I mean, all this stuff is cutscene, right? None of this is in-game,
1: right?
4: Yep. <sighs> I mean, yeah, we—it's definitely not gameplay, but I could see it looking fairly close to this.
0: I, yeah. When you look at this, I can—if they were to tell me this is actual gameplay, I would believe it. I mean, it looks good. Little gullible. like, look at it. It's—it's it's not like it's. Oh my god, this is photorealistic realistic. Like the state of the K is. Like if—if if you were to tell me this is gameplay, cause this is what the the Series X can do. Okay, I can see it.
4: Just don't don't hype yourself up too much. There's too many rats that have really great cover art, and you load them <laughs> up, and there's about 16 colors in their blocks. So just I put don't that know. out
1: there. It does say Everwild is also going to be Windows 10 as well. Interesting. I feel like a lot of them are now, right? I yeah, yeah,
4: most of this stuff is um, Series X, Windows 10 kind of stuff. Right, it's... Almost everything I think will probably have a PC port. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's many like console exclusives. Uh next up, tell me why. Anyone want to tell me why I should care about this game?
1: I see what you did there. I mean, it looks
2: interesting. I know how much you care about story in games, so
3: Eh.
0: It kinda of looks like just life is strange type thing. Oh, I'm I'm which, glad
4: you you said that because it's made by the same people as Life is Strange. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that's kind really? of why I wanted to bring that up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep it's it's, it's do chapter nod.
1: thing.
4: So so this one we did get a release date August 27th. So it's right around the corner, exactly one month from today's recording. Uh, episodic first chapter will be in Game Pass next in August. So I don't know. I. I'll see how long the completion is for this first chapter, and then I'll decide. Um, I don't know. I might watch a, a, the trailer again it, to see how teenager angst levels are. <laughs> you know? I mean. See if it's hella good or not. I'll be fair. I like Life is Strange, <laughs> but. Is that what the kids are saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's either that or
1: it's lit, bro. Yeah. Lit. There I know.
0: I might just eat it. All right, going uh, down the list. I guess we could just skip this next game. Does how dare you? <laughs> how <on>? Dare you? <laughs> how dare you, sir? Oh, if Corey and Naka reach the new computer they slap me with that one. Yeah, Ori will and the will, will of the Wisps. Wis I ew. That's not easy. Ori for and the K- will of the
1: Wisps.
0: <laughs> It's getting a uh, Xbox Series X enhancement.
2: Is it I, they were a little it was a little confusing to me if this was going to be the same skew and this is just like the, you know, smart delivery that's, that goes to the X. That's how I took this it. special thing. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm assuming it's not like going to make it more. Or in the Wisps enhanced, you know, or definitive edition. As much as we want that. <laughs> as much as I want that. That's what I want. But I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm assuming this will just be the exact same game, uh, but just optimized for uh, the Series X. I, I believe so.
0: I, I have would be a shocked question. if there's a stack.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be able to play it uh, for a long time because it will be on the Series X. They're going to make it 120 frames per second. so Which is crazy. Yeah. Now when you see these videos side by side, do you
1: really see much of a difference here?
2: You do. They were actually showing it in like like to... slower motion so that you can see that there were more frames of animation.
1: On the right side? I see
2: on it. the right side. Yeah. You can see there's like two
4: two to three. Okay. I guess some, some would say probably double from sixty yeah. to one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Some good math. It doesn't
0: book. make that big of a difference
4: to, for me. Are you kidding me? The old version looks like poop. Yeah, it looks like poop garbage
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it definitely looks better but it's not like something i would be like oh yeah i've gotta you know play it over again
2: for
4: that it's, yeah
2: it's just gonna be a smoother like viewing experience and hopefully they won't have the hiccups um that they that did when it came out like that'll all be ironed out right i, I know they fixed that with patches i believe but uh yeah gosh, I would love it to be a definitive edition, but it's not going to be.
0: All right, so next up is the obsidian uh, showcase now within the Xbox showcase. So the first game that they've been working on, the outer wild or a uh, tank on it. the outer worlds, there's a new DLC Parallel on Gorgon. Any of you interested in this?
4: Uh, there you have it. <laughs> That's
1: about what fact, I figured.
4: I haven't, Maybe played, I haven't played the main game, to be to be fair.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, it look cool. That, I think I started cool. it. Well,
4: if anyone's listening and is
0: interested, it's coming out September 9th. and it'll be fifteen bucks. The next Obsidian game, which I know Corey and I are excited for, is Grounded. This game looks awesome.
2: I just saw an article today on TA that mentioned that there's an arachnophobia mode. Uh,
4: there is. Yeah. If, you, if you're scared
2: of spiders, if,
4: you can turn off spiders.
2: If you are scared of
4: spiders, a ball with eyes will come at you instead of eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that that is What?
2: Great. <laughs> I didn't see what they replaced it with. I was wondering if it was just a, I'm pretty sure oh, I saw that in like a
4: video from a preview before. That's I don't know funny. if it was in that article, but uh that's what kind of what I saw. It, like it's like they just take away parts of the the spider. Right. As as more arachnophobia you get. <laughs> that's
0: that that's good. That's that's funny.
4: Speaking of TA articles, they also put out a BS article about it not having achievements because it's going in game preview, uh, but uh-huh. s- spoiler alert, 90% of the game preview games don't have achievements, so that's no surprise. That right. will ha- however sway me away from playing it for now, because ain't nobody got time for that. Not even not even going to dip your toes? Nah. It, but it's, you play really. demos? I pl- only at certain occasions <laughs> do I play demos on stream. Right. Yeah, and okay. And well, this, this will be, not be one of those times. I know it's uh just unless somebody two wants players to play with or me, four then players, maybe. probably four, based off the cover art I'm of four kids. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it looks like it'll be a four-player co-op survival game. So very much, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was, I was just going to ask you if you launched even launched heard a game of that. preview,
1: July twenty-eighth. That came out before you were born. I was going to ask you if you even knew what that was.
0: I actually did. I. Well, I don't have it. it's at my parents' house, but VHS. I used to watch the VHS all the time with Honey, Honey I Shrunk
4: ourselves, Honey I Shrunk the kids, and <laughs> Honey I blew up the kid. Wow, <laughs> I love those. That's a good show. I haven't
0: it. seen them in a
4: very long time. Honey I Shrunk the kids came out almost to the date, um, three months after I was born. So I'm pre, I'm pre <laughs> Honey I Shrunk the kids. Thank you very so, much. Ugh. When I did mean, it come out? I mean, um. <laughs> This, I mean,
1: you're older than me, so yeah, sorry. I mean, this was probably my favorite trailer of the whole show. Um, it had humor, grounded, battle toads, it had everything. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Oh, wow, it was a good trailer. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yes, very good trailer. Looks like a great game. All right, I'm ready
1: to play grounded. Cool.
0: Hey, maybe we could play that if it ever gets achievements. I don't think they ever did say that it's only going to be game preview. It might have I would expect unless it's, you guys have
4: heard otherwise that there'll be a full launch eventually. I, I have no date for it if that's what you uh if you're trying to get at. I mean, you can't go out on a date if you're grounded. Ugh. <laughs> well, I know there's no date given yet.
0: <laughs> oh. I was just wondering, you know, maybe you maybe you read something about a full launch later on, but
4: okay. Oh, uh, guys, breaking news. Oh oh Cuphead DLC might be out right now.
0: Right
2: now? <laughs> right now.
0: Oh, well then. Okay, then.
4: Breaking news.
2: I, I've got to go start Cuphead. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And the third and final uh, game from Obsidian Entertainment is Avowed. Uh, okay, if you yep. listen to the show long enough, you should know that I'm excited for this. It looks like Skyrim type thing where it's got, it's like the fantasy with uh, bows and sword and shield and stuff and spells. It, it wasn't very much to go on, but just from the little bit that they showed and knowing that Obsidian is a really big RPG maker uh, studio, I'm excited for this. I definitely want more on this, but I, I like I said I want to see more on this.
4: Unfortunately, once again, no release date was given. I'm glad that you said Skyrim because if you notice, you see what Microsoft is doing. Uh, just think about the the previous couple games you uh, you we talked about. You have Avowed. that that's Microsoft Skyrim right there. You yep. got Outer Worlds that's a, that's their Fallout. Yep. and then. You got these other games that are their flagship first-person shooters, your survival games. Like you, you kind of see where they're going with these studios. Like they're making their their own AAA games in all of these genres, which is good. They need to spread out like that. I 100% agreed.
0: You guys excited for a vow or even care?
1: I mean, I was surprised to see how many people in Discord. Pick this as the game they're most looking forward to was there more hype before this or after this because this trailer like you just said there's not much to go on honestly
0: i think it's just the pedigree of which obsidian is mm-hmm. and just seeing that little bit of trailer so it's like okay you we know it's going to be a um that's fair. We know it's going to be a big time RPG. Obsidian before has said that they're working on a massive game that they want, that they're calling it a quadruple A type game. And then we see this, so it's got like a Skyrim type of uh, Skyrim vibe. So it's like, okay, so Skyrim, but 10 years newer on the Series X.
4: Yeah, there's four things that, that I can, that can say. That's really good. And no matter when you say them, people are going to hype about them. That's first-person fantasy RPG. Uh, it's not my yep. thing, but they they sell like hotcakes. And yep. Obsidian, like Fufu said, has a very good pedigree. And I think this has been confirmed to be in the Pillars of Eternity world, which is a very highly rated game. Uh, so everything points to this being successful. Yeah. So just just a... A CGI trailer, reveal trailer, is is all that they needed to show you, I think, right now. Because, obviously, they have a lot going on with the other two games. This one, obviously, is not going to come out for a couple years, if you ask me. Uh, But, again, I think they did need to show what Obsidian's RPG is going forward.
0: I agree, especially because Obsidian is one of the bigger studios that they acquired. So, hey, what's your big one? what's your big studio doing? You know, excuse me, like I was in before where it's just kind of that, Hey, show us what you're doing a few years out. We know it's not coming out anytime soon, but just dangle that carrot in front of us. All right. Next game had kind of fell on me. I don't, I don't get it as dusk falls. Now it looks like another story type game. Life is strangey. I I don't know. Now that doesn't look like my thing.
2: So, I'm not going to lie. I got this confused with the other game. I thought it was the exact same game. Uh <laughs> Tell Me Why? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They they very much look alike.
2: <laughs> but I'm actually interested in this one. So that's why when I was looking at Tell Me Why, I was like, why was I interested in this? Looks this looks <laughs> just like a But I'm interested in Dusk Falls cuz I really like that art style. I really, and I'm very I interested in it. like what is this going to be? Um uh so <laughs> And up until i just you know was scrolling through the page i was just like oh yeah okay no i had no idea so i'm actually interested in as dusk falls just to check it out just i mean it looks like completely different than what uh, i've played in a long time so i think it'd be a nice uh change of pace
1: i think it looks cool also but i'm not quite sure uh, what do they mean? If there's by, a game in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. it's an interactive drama. What's that mean?
0: Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I was just about to say. Ta says, "As dusk falls" is an interactive drama developed by New Studio Interior Night. So, seems like another story-driven, life is strange type game. Maybe. And then after that, we got another little development trailer for Hellblade Two. Didn't really see much on that, so let's just continue past that. All right, Psychonauts Wait. two.
1: Well, don't just quickly continue past that because okay, you, you were something? supposed to play the first game and you didn't. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I mean, this trail, this this video had like a bouncy pillow thing that they were all bouncing on, and you can't just skip past this. It's it was awesome. De- it's they were nice having fun.
0: All right, have you played the first one?
1: Absolutely not. Okay, because you were supposed to. <laughs> and if you did it, I would have done it.
0: It's in progress. Uh, and Corey
1: would have done it. And the Kush wouldn't.
0: Well, to- if Cory would have done it, I would have did it.
1: Oh I see what happened
0: there. But GTAS got in the way, so that shot that so that shot those planes sale. Well.
2: I did a one. <laughs> 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 I need to go back and try the PC version. I or get as far as my PC will allow me before it it goes up in flames.
0: <laughs> I mean it's development diaries you can go on. Uh you can go on YouTube and see some some other bits and pieces of it. The best part of the trailer for me is that the one dude's wearing an Iron Maiden hat.
2: Is it going to be the same as Hellblade? You know, I know you guys haven't played the game, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. But yes, is, is it <laughs> going to be just more of the same, or is there going to be more action, more God of war type action? I don't
0: think we know anything yet. I think we've yeah. just had that really pretty trailer at uh. The game awards earlier on. It's a possibility.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping that's what I want out of it. I want better combat.
0: So I've played the game a little bit, the Hellblade a little bit, and I like I said, I stopped since we weren't gonna be able to do a game club because of stupid G task. But yeah, if we could have better combat, I would like that. Combat was okay in the first one from what I've played. I got through the first door or I was back on to the second,
1: if that makes sense for those that have played it.
3: Yep.
0: Alright, now,
1: continuing on. Just waiting Psycho- for you to mention Psychonauts 2, Kenny.
0: I've been I I be trying to. <laughs> Psychonauts 2. Oh, sweet. Yay! Okay, I I'm. I imagine you guys played this uh, before. Uh, no, I played yeah, no, I played I, Psychonauts. I, was, I, I played Psychonauts. Played the first I one. I couldn't fix my sentence fast enough. <laughs> 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 I assume you guys played Psychonauts before. I never have.
4: Oh, well. And this just looks like
0: an acid trip of a game.
4: Yeah. This is a good game. The first one's a good game. Uh, I just looked it up. The first one came out 15 years ago. And I know I played it close to that time. And I think it holds up. And just like Halo, Psychonauts 2 looks like more Psychonauts. And that is not a bad thing. And we have Jack Black in it. I was going to say,
0: I was waiting <sighs> for someone to say, that's the best part of this trailer. That, was, uh, that could make me get to play this, Jack Black.
1: I was just going to say Double Fine did a nice service by uh, inviting a homeless person to uh, to read <laughs> for this game. That You're saying that's Jack Black?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Believe it or not. Mr. Brutal Legend himself. Yes. Wow. I would have said Mr. Pick of Destiny, but yeah, that works too. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for ugh. Psychonauts 2. Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Simple. I... I'm not loving the psychedelic level, and I'm hoping yeah. that there's more than just this. I'm hoping there's more. Look at Jack um, just, just places do it again. to be. <laughs> but yeah, like the psychedelic stuff that I'm seeing, like the uh, you know the Beatles, uh, Sergeant Pepper's type stuff. Uh, I'm just hoping that there's more than uh, than just that. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited and I'm hopeful. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would hope that it's a little less one note than that. I like I said I've never played the
0: first one, so couldn't tell you. But it looks like I said one acid trip of a game, definitely. And continuing on,
1: speaking of bad trip,
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> st- you basically <laughs> stole the words I am out. i say I know a lot of people probably aren't excited for this, but. Destiny Two is coming to Game Pass at the Woo! end of September. Pro's and the nice part about it is all of the previous expansions and the new expansion that's coming out in September, Beyond Light, is all going to be available
2: in Game Pass. So, Minus the worlds that they're stripping out and avoiding those achievements, and yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what?
1: <laughs> I think they're going? Oh, that wow. a thing?
2: so yeah so they are it's a whole big thing that's why there's such a rush to play uh, destiny 2 right now because they announced that they're not going to be supporting all the planets um as they move along the game's getting too large to have all that content so they're going to start wrote i think they said rotating those planets through as content so like some of them oh. will be gone you won't be able to visit them you won't be able to do the story-based stuff and maybe the uh the Dungeons or whatever's that are on those planets. Now, you know, I'm oh, getting wow. this secondhand from Freem, so I'm probably getting it wrong. But, um, but that was my understanding. So I thought it was kind of funny that they're giving us all the DLC, but you know they are taking away some planets and things. But
1: I mean, when you listen to this episode, Destiny Four will be out. Yeah, exactly.
0: That explains
1: the Destiny channel in the
0: Discord. Okay. Hmm. I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll obviously listening to me. You have no. I obviously have no idea. It was Destiny. I just kind of don't go in that channel. I don't play the game. But, I mean, Destiny 2 coming to Game Pass, that's a pretty big get. is not bad. Well, this is why I think this is a pretty big get. One, because it is a big game. It is a big name. And two, it kind of just kicks Google in the balls and says, why would you have Stadia now? Because D- Destiny 2 being on Stadia was like the main thing. It's like, oh, this is why you get it. It's because you can play it whenever. You can play it for free well now it's in game pass like and once again game pass coming to xcloud's like oh look all the benefits of stadia is now is now with game pass and xcloud so i think microsoft just kind of gave a big old middle finger to google when it comes with, when it comes to getting destiny 2 into game pass and i'm sure there's lots of people out there that'll be that'll be interested in it And those, like myself, who haven't played it, but kind of do, kind of don't want to play it, well, maybe now a bunch of us will jump into it. Because I'm already paying for Game Pass. I've got to pay for it now. Next game on the list was Stalker 2. Which I never even heard of this game. Apparently it's a really, really big, really, really good game on the PC. I know nothing about it. The, The trailer looked interesting. But it was just a CGI trailer. Kind of post-apocalyptic. I mean, it looked kind of like thing. Metro.
2: It looked like Metro to me. I don't know much about Stalker, so does
1: I don't it, know much about Metro. Does it stand for something? It's, it looks like it's got periods after it, each letter. Yeah, it must.
0: <laughs> like I said, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I might play this when it comes to Game Pass, but yeah, I know nothing about it.
1: And survival Horror looks cool. But yeah, it doesn't show you any gameplay.
0: Yep, just CGI trailer, something to come. Uh, next up was Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide. Uh, another one. I don't think this was gameplay. This just looked like a, a CGI trailer. Kind of left for deadish. You know, guys with four, a uh, group of four guys with guns and. What what was it like zombies or something or other some kind of scary looking spooky It looks neat
1: Yeah it'll, be, it'll become this year's 2021
2: yeah
0: 4 player co-op so I know Al, you're happy with that
1: Let's do it I
2: mean circling back everyone knows that stalker stands for scavengers <laughs> trespassers adventurers loners killers explorers and robbers oh, wow and that's just common knowledge now, now I I mean I definitely knew I almost wish you didn't tell me that.
1: <laughs> and it's a horrible
0: name. <laughs> yeah. That's not good.
1: That's I don't uh, know, man. kind of amazing actually.
0: <laughs> and, it it kinda is. It's kinda so bad that it's good. But
2: no, it's bad.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, like uh, the office. I oh. think that
2: must be from like a tabletop game or something. Maybe maybe that's where that comes from. But I'm uh, not positive.
0: Your guess is as good as mine.
2: Or as good remember, as Google's. I seem to remember Vulgar mentioning it at, at one point. Something about stalker or something like that. No, no, no. It he sounds... is a stalker.
4: Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
1: That's why we got to keep tabs on him. Miley Cyrus has a uh, restraining order.
4: Don't call me names.
0: <laughs> Next game. Tetris effect
4: connected. No one, no one wants this. I don't think
1: anyone likes this. Wait. That he clapping? wants
4: now. He wants it now. Okay. I was wondering if someone could you? I,
0: it just looks like more Tetris. Uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised Corey like wants this. It just looks like Tetris. Yes. Are you kidding me? This
4: you looks amazing.
2: It looks interesting. It, I will give it a it just time. looks like Tetris.
4: I and guarantee I, you the the day it comes out, I, I'm gonna be streaming this game, first off. That's a no-brainer. I want you to wear socks and then I want you to play this game and then <laughs> watch your socks just Magically blow off your feet. <laughs> so what he's saying is going to blow your socks. Yeah. Off. There you go. And this one is <laughs> supposed to come out. Uh, holiday twenty twenty.
1: Optimized single player and multiplayer. Optimized for what? Man,
4: <sighs> Just these fancy yeah, words and all these trailers. I'm telling you, this is going to be awesome.
3: Okay.
0: I know this is a big thing, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is like the first Tetris game on the Xbox, or at least the first one in a while. So it's like, oh, that's kind of big because it's on every, it's everywhere else,
4: but it's big because I I
0: don't care. I've never really cared about Tetris. It's big
4: because it was a PlayStation thing for a long time, um, and now it's coming to Xbox, and Xbox is getting. I if I think I think I'm right here, Xbox is getting exclusive. Uh the the multiplayer is exclusive to Xbox for a limited time.
0: Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, that's not out right now, as far as I know. I once again I know there's lots of people probably listening to
0: this that go, Oh, I love Tetris. I'm excited for this. Not just not my thing. Next game The Gunk. The Gunk.
4: Yeah. I think the the Gunk was a um World premiere.
0: <laughs> there it is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about wow. that. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, <so did> I <laughs> Um, and uh-huh. th- This is from Image Form, which is the people who made the Steam World games. And color me excited. Oh, I- I'm ready like for it. this. I expect as much. Like, it's hard to tell, but it could be a <laughs> Vayner. Ah. <laughs> uh... It could be. I don't know. I, I saw. Mean, so she has like this fist thing that is also like a vacuum, and she's sucking up this very black sucky. stuff to get to places. But there's other stuff over here that she's not so that's sucking like up. So maybe. Maybe she has to get an upgrade and come back to go there. No, it just looks like Ratchet and Clank to me.
2: (laughs) Yes. See, thank you. So when I was watching this, that's what I thought. I was like, finally. Let me have my
1: life. (laughs) Finally, it's happened to me. I mean, Ratchet and Clank, though, the Vayner. There's no sidekick, though isn't there um, her, her arm the gonk.
2: isn't there
1: <laughs> the gunk is her sidekick yeah yeah so you i don't know, know.
2: i mean this this reminded me of ratchet and clank but then i was thinking okay i'm getting my hopes up because they showed no combat um now uh, the description right. says filled with puzzles and enemies and hopefully that means you get to shoot the enemies um and have cool weapons and have a robot sidekick and uh yeah, I want it to be Ratchet and Clank, so I think whatever it is is gonna be a letdown. Um, but I'm I'm excited, but I do
4: worry about the gameplay.
2: Yep, I'm just afraid it's not gonna be enough there.
4: Uh, there, that that could happen. That could happen. I, I will tell you that. Uh, so Image Form does the Steam World games, but Thunderful Games, um, it, it also is a part of this, and they've done Hellfront Honeymoon. Curious Expedition, which I know nothing about, and then Lonely Mountains Downhill. Hmm. So I don't know. Track record track record is there. I think it is good that it was shown on the Xbox stage though, because typically those don't mess with Xbox right off the bat. They're Steam they're like Nintendo Switch boys. Huh.
0: Hmm. That's exciting for us. Alright. Next game that I think we're I think most of uh, the Discord, I was while we were watching this, it was kind of excited for. Was the medium looks very interesting, kind of horror ish, but it's the real selling point of this is it looks like it'll have two worlds rendered simultaneously. So it's like when you're doing stuff in this one, it affects this one. So maybe there's like the puzzly kind of things. So that's kind of cool. This looks very interesting. When this was showed shown during the game awards, I'm like, "eh, that's neat, you know, that big deal." And now, after sit watching this one, it's like, "okay,
1: maybe I'll check this one out." I mean, this might have been my favorite trailer of the whole showcase. I mean, that sounds familiar. It, it had everything. It had uh, horror. It had action. It had split screen things. It had
4: medium things. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. See, so yeah, it does this- look really look cool. This does nothing for me. It's because you're scared of things. I mean, don't be scared.
1: Hello, you names just- are scary. Then the medium is <laughs> probably not for me. <laughs> uh, you got two kids. I'm like, what could be really scarier than that?
2: I mean, uh, watching the medium. Oh. <laughs> watching the trailer, I almost thought that this was a new remedy game. I, I almost thought that it was. Control or like Alan Wake type uh, in that world, and and then I saw it got really horror-y, and I thought this is not for me. Aww, and then, come on! Then guys. they started doing the split screen stuff that was so cool, uh, and it looked more puzzly. And I thought, well, okay, I'm back in. So I'm I'm actually interested in this. I'm surprised. It looks damn but cool. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Learn, looking forward to learning more about this one. It looks very different. Yeah.
0: Which is great. I, I like different. Give me something new. Uh, <laughs> next game, I don't know if anyone really cares about, but ne- Fantasy Star Online 2, Neo Genesis. Fantasy Star Online 2, uh... big time MMO. I'll be honest, this looks up my alley, minus the MMO part. It's
1: very anime. It, 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 I mean, this does look cool, but it, it looks like it would eat up all of your time.
0: It, yeah, exactly. And that's probably why I'm never going to touch it.
1: Yeah. I, I do not have time one of those.
0: for an MMO in my life, so not necessarily for
1: probably me. Probably would forego sleep and going to work and showering. Now you do that anyway.
0: Okay, that's more information I need. <laughs> that's you. Uh, all right, we've got two more games to go. Next one will be Crossfire X.
1: <clears throat> they basically showed the campaign. It was just the campaign now, wait a reveal show. Are you sure it's not Crossfire 10?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive. Okay. Now, Crossfire X is apparently, like, one of the biggest multiplayer shooters in, in the world. Never really made it over into the states, but I in like Europe and Asia, it's really, really big. It's a really, really big time thing. Well, Remedy is doing the, the campaign for it, and like I said, this is just a trailer. It looks like a Call of Duty. It looks like Michael Bay tried to create a Call of Duty campaign. Lots of explosions, lots of guns, buildings blowing up, very bro.
3: Bro, I mean,
0: it looks cool.
4: <laughs> so, uh, just to point out, this one—the multiplayer is coming to Game Pass. The single-player campaign will not be in Game Pass. At least, What's so weird. Day one, very weird. It's not that weird.
1: I mean, Crackdown Three is the only thing I could think of that differentiated
4: those I two think, things. I think going forward, we will see multiplayer stuff start to be distinct. Dis- not be a part of the main game. F-
0: multiplayer, free to play, pay for single player.
4: I can sure, yeah. Uh, but I am interested in this game actually, surprisingly. Huh. Well,
0: Nate, you guys looking forward to it?
4: Honestly, <sighs> not up my alley, really. But
1: if it gets enough good, uh, good positive
4: hype, I could check it's, I mean, if it's co-op, if it's carryable. I'll definitely check it
1: out. Anything that's Game Pass is is automatically on the radar, which is the theme of uh, this whole thing. More so when it leaves Game Pass. Exactly, before it leaves. Uh, It it
2: looks pretty. I like Remedy. Um, I'm hoping there's some sort of supernatural type uh, bend to it, but I'm guessing there isn't. Uh, But yeah, I will definitely check it out.
0: All right. Well, I think it's time. Corey, get that button ready. For... Honestly, the worst kept secret, but oh my god, it's finally been announced! We're getting a new Fable world
3: premiere.
0: There we go. I. Uh, it was just a little. God, how long was it? I mean, a it one, looks amazing. It was a one minute cinematic trailer, no gameplay, but I, I don't care. It's Fable. I'm so excited. It's finally been announced.
4: You don't we get any base coming. You don't get anything. You don't see the the antagonist. You don't. We don't know anything about it other than that they're making it.
2: Well, I mean, the sprite, uh, she gets uh, (laughs) eaten by a frog.
4: I I think that up until that point, and then they start to go away from the frog to the last 10 seconds where they show you the city in Fable, that's the only thing you can take into account. That other part is just British humor. Yeah, it's very much (laughs) just the humor that comes with the Fable
0: franchise which I just watched again. It's so good. <laughs> it's like a, it's just a one-minute little te- very, very, very much of, of a teaser trailer, and yet just Fable, and like Corey said, you see a kingdom far off in the distance. God, I cannot wait for this game. We have absolutely no release date. This is probably two or three years out, but it's here. Mm. It's It's actually been announced, even though we all knew it was coming. And do you
1: get to play as that frog? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like frog Simulator? Oh, I thought that
2: was going to be the Battletoads
1: announcement. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
3: that
0: would
1: have been a good one.
0: I can't wait for a new Fable. I love that series so much. It's been far too long. And the nice little bit about this is it's just Fable. There's no Fable 4, so this is probably going to just be a reboot, which I am all for. Just start fresh, especially since it's a new developer.
4: Yeah, that that's another thing. We don't know if this is a reboot or a remake. Um, oh, I was s- still a too, many, too many unknowns.
0: If if it's a remake, I would be so upset. A, re- a remake, very much like Halo 2, where it just has photorealistic graphics. That would be all great, but I, I want something new. I want a new fable. Don't give me something that I already
2: have. All right, so overall impression. You going first? I'm just asking a question. I go last. (laughs) It it was a
4: good showcase.
1: I agree. I thought it was good for sure. Uh, The overall feeling seems to be that it seems more about selling Game Pass than selling the Series X. 100%. I agree with that, which is weird. You heard Series X mentioned a few times, mostly for just this will look better on Series X, but that's really it.
4: I'm not. We're not going to get into this now, but I mean, Microsoft Uh is not into this. Not they don't need you to buy their console. They want you in Game Pass. They want you playing their games. They don't care where you play it. I personally think that. Well, I mean, that's. that's
2: big reason for them saying that nothing is a, is a series X exclusive with one or two exceptions um, right they want you to just you know hey get excited about this stuff and play this stuff and buy that uh, monthly <laughs> service to keep to keep getting these things um I mean yeah for me it was like a c minus or no c plus like b minus type um, showcase there was just you know it didn't, like, knock my socks off. It was no Tetris effect. Um, and then, <laughs> but, yeah, just the... Dr. Blocks. Thinking about it afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, no. It, it really was about Game Pass. It really was about, like, this is, you know, you get all of this or yes. most of this. You get most of this for your your monthly charge. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, like, you know... PS4 you know they showed PS5 sorry PlayStation showed a bunch of stuff but all their stuff is 60 bucks each like 60 bucks a pop Um, or more or more yeah and uh yeah so I mean really when when, thinking back yeah this was all about Game Pass and all about the value of Game Pass and we've been talking about it forever like Game Pass is the best value and it's just I mean it's undeniable
0: yeah, the Game Pass
2: is definitely just
0: it's if it's not already for you, it is very much becoming just very much like the Netflix or the Hulu Bill where you just subscribe and you just don't think about it. Money just gets subtracted from your account each month because it's just such a good value. Like all the games in the Xbox game showcase plus Dragon Quest eleven is all coming into Game Pass day one. Tremendous deal. But yeah, for as far as the overall uh, showcase, honestly, I give it like a B plus. I thought it was very good. Something like Corey mentioned before, very um, uh, what's the word? diverse set of games. We got a little bit of for everyone. There's in this set that was released, there is something for someone to pick out and say, "I'm excited for that." And also, keep in mind, this is only like. A fraction of the studios they have. There's still more to come. We have more uh more Xbox showcases coming up before the series X is released. Who knows what they're gonna show next?
1: Yeah, I'm excited, but uh But you have a hey, backlog I... you know. Oh, wow. man, do we know. Oh'd you know what I was gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I like I saw Halo and we pumped and then after a while it's like okay, I'm getting overwhelmed now. That's exactly correct. That is what I was gonna say. Uh, something Michelle said that I agree with is that there's something for everyone in with those trailers. So that was smart of them. You got your racing game, you got your RPGs, you got your horror. You got not too much with the kitty games, though. I mean, there was a couple of the Just grounded maybe
0: kitty games. I guess they kind of also came in the. Uh, well, yeah, I guess there really wasn't a whole lot of kitty games. Yeah,
4: is that good thing or bad thing?
0: I guess depending on who you ask. I don't much care one way or the other. All right. Well, let's let's circle back to the beginning. Like I said, we're going to come back and talk about the indies. Uh, Corey, why don't you take the indies? This is something I know you and Nate have a lot of passion for, and you played a, bunch, a couple of the demos recently.
4: Oh, you want to talk about those indies? All right. So as we mentioned on the previous week's, uh, this past week uh, during the showcase that week, they enabled about 70 demos for you to play and download. And uh, we warned you that those demos would come and go and they have gone, cannot play them anymore. Uh, and really? so really, and so Kush and I actually streamed uh, one of the nights and we, we picked a bunch of the, the games that interested us and uh, we can go over those uh, pretty quickly. Um, uh, since uh, I'll go ahead and go first. I played Skatebird, Fogs, Cause, Kaze, 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 and the Wild Masks, Triple Troubles, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin, and Freshly Frosted. Now, real quick, I'll tell you about each one of them and my thoughts. Skatebird, I was probably a little bit too hyped for. And uh, I, I know that all these are mostly in alpha stages or pre-release stages of some kind so i'm not taking that into account but SkateBird just it it could control a little bit better you felt like a foam ball on a skateboard uh and it was very it took you it took you out of the game i think every time you tried to to do a a simple trick and you would just fall over your bird just goes totally ragdoll as much as a bird can and falls over so Skatebird can, can use a little, uh, little tweaking uh, for my liking. Fogs is your dog, your cat dog-like game, but we have two dogs, and you control them with both of your sticks on your controller. And you're just solving puzzles. You're trying to move objects. You're trying to get something from here to there. Maybe it's watering a plant uh, or rummaging through popcorn to find something. Very cute game. I think the demo actually gave me a, a lot of the game. I I would bet that the game is no longer than three times the amount of what I played in the demo, uh, which was I played the entire demo of this one. Um, it was just very cute, very fun. So the next one I played uh, was Kaze and the Wild Masks. This one was a like a really, really good Super Nintendo platformer. And then they threw in the they threw in the feature where your character puts on a mask, so uh, puts on a mask. So it gets that's where the wild mask comes from. And then you change into something. It reminded me so much of Donkey Kong. It's not even funny. It's like a 2D Donkey Kong (laughs) country where you are collecting uh, these coins. It's like Donkey Kong Country mixed with Rayman a little bit. You got to collect these gems throughout the level. You have to get some hidden uh, like bonus levels in the level itself and you have to spell you have to spell Kaze your name uh, from different g- gold letters that you find throughout the level. So it's just like Donkey Kong and at the end everything is tallied up and uh, if you if you got it all then you 100% at the level uh, and then you go on to the next one and it was so much fun. So much fun. I cannot wait for this game to come out. I cannot recommend it enough when it's coming out. It um, definitely pro- sounds like something you would enjoy. Probably my game of show, as far as everything I'm going to talk about. Huh. Uh, yeah. Really enjoyed Kaze. Uh, the next one was the Star Trek Triple Troubles game. This one is like a little short level platformer where you're a triple. It honestly looked fun but it controlled a lot worse than I would have liked. Uh, did, you, did you play this one, Koosh?
2: I did not play it because <laughs> uh, you claimed it, so I didn't play it. And it just <laughs> the video did not look great. It looked like it yeah. controlled kind of like uh, garbage.
4: Yeah, it was it was not like Super Meat Boy level tightness uh, and the, the hitboxes were weird. I don't know. That one could use some work for sure. Uh, the next one I played was Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. This was a beat 'em up game. A name. That, uh, this was a beat 'em up game that you would probably like, Kenny. Uh, I was not that much for it. It was in the style of kind of like the Shaq Fu, that 3D kind of beat 'em up. Um, it didn't look horrible, but it was a lot of countering. It reminded me of very much of Arkham Asylum, which I was okay. You know, I'm, I'm freshly out of. There was a lot of countering that you have to do. <laughs> Uh, and I was kind of over it, but I said that I was going to be the, the boss, the first boss that they showed me. And I did. Uh, and then they took me to this kind of cool 3d round hub area. And so I don't know where the game's going after that, but it did show promise. So that one's one that I had to play a little bit more to, to kind of see the vision a little bit. So that one, the jury is still out on. Uh, and then the last one that I want to talk about is freshly frosted. Yes, I really like that one. I'm talking about donuts. This reminded me very much of Minesweeper Genius in the way that you're just playing quick levels uh, and you're doing your task. In Minesweeper, you're playing a game of Minesweeper and Freshly Frosted, you are getting donuts from point A, which is the oven, to point B, which is, I don't know, a display case or something. Um, And they can be multiple display cases on the board. And you have to send your donuts through the frosting or the icing or the other toppings. Uh, but You it's tile-based. You can't overlap tiles. Uh, but there are special tiles that will split it left and right uh, or things like that. Yeah, I played the entire demo of this one until it wouldn't let me anymore. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic puzzle game. Yep, Definitely, it will be a day one buy for that one as well. So, uh, top two are definitely causing and the Wild Masks. And freshly frosted no questions asked fogs is a very close
0: uh, third place there
4: yeah <laughs> I didn't get to watch
0: all of what you played but I definitely was watching the freshly frosted and that looks like fun that looks like a very let's uh, it, a very chill kind of game kind of like um, glass masquerade where end of the night you just kind of want to play a little something for a few minutes just kind of wind down before bed that, that looks like it'll be good for that. I'm really it looking forward to it. Depends on that. how
4: frustrated you get with puzzles uh, since okay, Fast Masquerade is uh, <laughs> a little more samey-samey. This one, like the difficulty is definitely uh, increasing as you go, but uh, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun, for sure.
2: Uh, so in my playthrough, um, I, I did a little bit different because there were 71 games. There were two... Many demos. Uh, for one week, there's not enough time. There's not enough hours to actually try all these. Um, I, just real briefly, I'd like to go back to Freshly Frosted. Love that game. Uh, it's basically a twist on the line game, if you know what that is, where you have a board and you have to wrap the red line, the blue line, and the yellow line all in, and you have to get the termination points to work, and you can't cross the streams. Well, they did that, and then they... Yeah, then they let you cross the streams and they let you split (laughs) the streams. streams. So they've taken it. You're exactly right. It's like Minesweeper Genius. They've taken a game that's good and they've twisted it and they've made it even better. Really love this. My daughter loved it. Uh, She actually (laughs) solved some puzzles. I was stuck on this one puzzle and I went and I did something. I came back. She solved it. (laughs) Are you smarter (laughs) than
0: a five-year-old?
2: Yes. So, yeah. So uh, she likes it. I like it. That, that's definitely one we're, we'll be getting or looking forward to. I played Ars Fabule. Now, this is a um, stroll playing game, uh, but it looks like it could be um, two different modes. One is a stroll plane. One is a third person uh, over the shoulder kind of uh, movement. Uh, looks really cool. Looks really artistic. It was really well done uh, graphically, uh, and I'm interested in checking that one out uh it could there could be something to that dandy ace was a roguelite uh, where you're playing as a magician um you basically run through a level the levels kind of reminded me of bastion minus the narrator um Aww. and you can <laughs> as you fight more uh monsters you'll kind of get locked into an area you c- clear out all those monsters maybe a card drops and then you can Use that card to swap out one of your four card slots. Some other cards could potentially augment. Uh, so let's say your one attack uh, is to throw a card out. Well, on the fifth card, you could have this augmentation card that your fifth card then explodes and does AoE damage. Um, so it, it looks interesting. Uh, it, it looks like there is progression that once you get to the end, I didn't play it that long. Uh, once you get to the end and fight a boss, you'll get a key that will allow you to skip to a new zone. Very typical of a roguelite. Uh, it looks well done, uh, and I'm interested in it. Uh, following that, I played D-Leveled very briefly. This is a puzzler where it's kind of like the Newtonian physics balls, if you know what that that is, where you've got like the hey. five balls, you nope. lift the one up, drops, and you see oh, conservation okay, yeah, yeah. momentum. Um, so it reminds me of that in that every puzzle starts with two balls. They... You move to the left or to the right, and that's pretty much your control there. You're moving left and right, and you're using that momentum of the ball striking the other ball as they're both kind of pulled uh, from the top down and from the bottom up, and you're using that to change uh, and solve, not solve puzzles, but navigate uh, a weird kind of platform to get the balls to go uh, into the end zone. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, There might be something to that. Uh, Then I played a pretty cool platformer beat-em-up called Gauntlet Force. I'm looking forward to that. It um, it, it shows promise. Uh, it's, it's not the uh, best platformer beat-em-up. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Zeros, and I know I know that's going to turn people off, but I actually liked the combat in Zeros. I maybe didn't like the difficulty in it, uh, but this is something that if you're into platformers and beat-em-ups, maybe you want to check this one out. Now, Corey, right. earlier you mentioned uh, Triple Troubles and uh, Super Meat Boy, well, if you do want a super meat boy like game, Okuno Ka Madness, bless uh, you. Yeah, you can look up the spelling on that because I probably <laughs> murdered it. That is very much like a meat boy. Um, good game. Uh, I was very challenged by the demo. Uh, probably the third or fourth level in, I was just like, oh, geez, okay, this is going to take some time. This is a this is a meaty game.
4: Uh, this one no comes problem. out
2: very soon, September seventh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not too far off, and this this one could be good. Whoa! Oh my! Hello! <laughs> oh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> hmm. So, uh, I also played uh, Fogs, and um, I, I probably played Fogs for about five minutes, maybe ten minutes. My daughter <laughs> played Fogs seven times from cover to cover. Oh wow! Uh, Okay, (laughs) yeah, seven times from cover to cover, and decided that she wanted to get all the bones because they're these little uh, biscuit treats. And um, if you do kind of like Super Mario type stuff, if you you know do this task for this guy that doesn't really look like a task, but you get near him and all of a sudden you see a thought bubble and he's like, "Oh, I want my shoes." Okay, well you go find his shoes, you bring him the shoes. All of a sudden a biscuit appears and you get that. Obviously that's going to be tied to achievements, I would assume. Um,
4: right my yeah, got in, to the in the point. demo there's they they're totally optional
2: yeah they're totally yeah. optional and you don't you don't really know what happens if you get them all <clears throat> uh, my daughter got into the into collecting it. She was you know solving the game beating the game was no longer a challenge and she said i'm gonna get all those biscuits <laughs> I told my told my wife that and she said that sounds like achievements <laughs> i said yeah yeah she's an achievement hunter now sorry um so (laughs) i have to buy that day one that's a day one purchase in our household and we're gonna love the fogs uh scourge bringer uh this was on um early access i think i think that's what they call it but it's on the pc and uh no achievements uh i i knew from the start that i would like it it's a roguelite kind of like dead cells but um uh smaller much more pixelated uh more much more chunky pixels uh this game looks fun if you're into that kind of like, really responsive combat. Um, this game is something you want to check out. And finally, Yestermorrow was a... That's a word. You know, a pixelated um, kind of adventure game. i It looked like uh, kind of like a Zelda 2, sort of. You're going on quests. You're talking to people. I didn't get too far into the game, but that looks like maybe promising as well. There were just too many games to try them all. Um, and I just, you know... I did what I could.
1: It was quite a bit. I played a game. Would you play? Did you play Kick Bash? I didn't. I downloaded it oh. but I didn't get to play it. Did you forget to talk about Kick Bash core?
4: No local multiplayer games were played in this household.
1: Buddy. <laughs> Take I it out. I played one game, Chris Tales. Um <laughs> Coosh played that. I saw that.
2: Yeah, I, well, actually I thought I thought you'd like this one. Ah.
1: <sighs> I guess I didn't get to play enough. What I did get to see is that um, during the fights, you you press A to make the attack um, hit more, which is like Mario RPG, so that's awesome. I like when games do that. I think the big hook of this game is that uh, the stuff you do in the past affects uh, the present and the future and all that kind of stuff. So JRPGs, always good. Always want to play them. Never play them. It's terrible. But they're gone already. They <laughs> I are it last night.
2: They yeah, it said the twenty first to the twenty seventh. Oh, um, did, did you I'm actually su- try them,
4: Corey? I, I I tried launching them and it, it did not work. This was oh, a couple of oh, nights ago, so I'm surprised that it may have last worked night. last night. Did they remove
2: them from the console? I would hope, because I don't want to go delete seventy one things.
4: <laughs> one of them. Did you download them? One all? of them. Was I downloaded gone. them all. The, <laughs> I downloaded them all. One of them was gone. I don't know how or why, but I had to. I manually deleted the other ones. I would imagine
1: okay. you have to do it manually.
2: Well, the good thing is I can just search for the word "demo" because there's only like four other demos in the, in the history of time on the X
4: One. Pro true. tip: just <laughs> go to your go to your library, sort by last update date, yeah. and then they should all be grouped together. Sort by newness. Yeah. But that's only in your if you're looking for your. Full library to install. If you look on your install already, it's last update date. Which I don't like. I wish newness would be there
6: too.
0: Alright. Well, that was the Xbox showcase and the indie game showcase. Like we said, really hyped. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. It's a good time to be an Xbox gamer. I can't wait for the future. It looks bright. Let's get into the show. Let's or let's continue on the show. Let's get into wheeling and dealing. Uh, Nate, I see you got a whole bunch of things that you want to talk that yeah, you just see on sale quick, that you want to talk about.
2: Real quick, just ten games. I just want to go down the list and talk about all of <laughs> them. So really the game I'd like to talk about is State of Mind, $8 down from 40 by Didalek uh, Entertainment. This is an adventure game, which is most of their games. Uh, it had one unobtainable, but I yep. went ahead and I looked and the very last achievement, which was the unobtainable, had I think six people completed it this month so just recently it seems like that unobtainable has gone away uh and this game looks completable uh just looking down the achievement list and also a steam guide there is no guide on the xbox looks like this is gonna be minimum two playthroughs uh it looks like an interesting game it looks like a great value Uh, if you're into adventure games um the guide does say you know typical play through it once blind play through it uh, a second and maybe a third time with the guide uh, there are going to be two achievements that basically you're you're going to want to know about going from the start. If you want to optimize your performance or your playthroughs to only do the two, you're going to want to pay attention to those uh, achievements. F- and it's in the guide, tells you which two they are, but they're basically, you respond one way uh, on your first playthrough, you respond a different way on your second playthrough. All right.
0: So I actually have a game that I think I'm actually now going to get. I didn't have, I didn't write this down on the list because up until about five minutes or so, I didn't see that it was on sale. Thank you, T A. Price Alert. But I recommend, and I'm probably going to get the game Punch Club. Now, this is a management game, and I'm looking at the trailers, or I'm looking at that T A. Seeing the screenshots and stuff like that. This looks kind of like a Goofy mobile type game management game, maybe an idler, maybe like a little uh, bad fighter or something like that. But basically, like you, looks like you have a gym and you got to manage it, and you can have fighters and you somehow level up or get resources or something to unlock different traits. This looks up up my alley. I love management games, that's this what this looks,
4: game is about. I have this and I've never launched it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that's what the tri- that the TA says management. I'm looking at a screenshot, like I said, where you have like um what's this called, like a tech tree that where you can unlock abilities, and it looks like it might be an idle game. So, uh, for f- and the game is usually ten dollars. Well, it's fifty percent off, so if my quick maps tell me it's five bucks. I think I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, Corey, are you picking up anything or recommending anything?
4: I regret to Demetrius. inform you that there's nothing worth buying this week. So, no. Save your money. Except for Demetrius. Don't buy Demetrius or, 50. Buy it. or buy Bumblebee it. game.
1: Buy it. Ah. Buy the Bumblebee game, too, where the bees but, make money. Where the bees make money is amazing. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, is that? What about you? What do you recommend? I just told you. Well,
0: I, I didn't know if they were
1: real or if you're like... No, they're real.
0: Okay, okay.
1: If you were an achievement hunter, you got to get where the beast. make honey for a dollar and Demetrius for a dollar fifty. But do I? Yeah. Anything but the Count Lucanor. Because that's
4: poop. <laughs> <laughs> Add him in
0: the Discord if you
4: disagree. Hashtag not a real rat. Oh. it <laughs> sounds
0: like fighting words. <laughs>
4: Alright.
0: Let's get into some contests. Uh, Nate, why don't you give us the rat- some details on the Gamertag Challenge.
2: Yes. So it is still the month of July as we're talking. Uh, but that will be wrapping up by the time the next episode comes out um that is philip wendell for the gamertag challenge uh he chose outer wiles and the bonus was proper names uh specifically first names real or fictional and limit one per game in the month of august we have pulled patron member Hackenpone. we have not yet picked out Yay. exactly what his game or bonus will be uh but we will be discussing that more on the next show all right Make sure to update your sheets with your Philip Wendell. Uh, last uh, I think last month one I think I saw one person missed out because uh, they didn't know that they had to fill out their own sheet. so please Oof. do that. Rip. yep yes. Rip.
0: <laughs> The link for that will be in the show notes to get to get into the GTC. All right. well with that, let's get into break. Oh hold on. Oh, oh, hold on. Holding on. I have prisoners.
4: a, I have a special shout-out uh, that somebody requested, uh, and that is for Chewy and his Chewy's Complicated Confusing Challenge Championship. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Challenge Championship. It's, it's really been blowing up the past few months uh, with some pretty oh, innovative yeah. and fun mm-hmm. competitions. And so just a shout-out to... Uh, Chewy for hosting them and doing all the work for them um, and any contributors that are helping them, uh, praise to them as well. Uh, we are currently finishing up the Rumble in the Jablungle. So good. It's a, it, it was a very cool concept and it's, it seems to have pulled off really well. If you aren't in the Discord or in that channel, everyday Royal Rumble style, he's pulling in somebody from the pool of eligible gamers and he has made entrance videos for each of them and like he's just the production value has just been stepped up each each time it's and awesome. so
1: these videos have been great
4: it's been it's been really fun and just want to shout out chewy for uh, all the hard work he's been putting into those thanks chewy so, yeah. yeah if
1: you're if you're not in that channel you click on hashtag role assignment and you can opt into Chewy's Chewie's CC, and there's something cool going on every single month.
4: Yeah, and he's already teasing next month. The ma- Next month is going to be huge as well. So, King of the Red Ring. Thanks, yeah. Chewie. And... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: that reminds me, World of Warcraft is probably not coming. That was a Murloc.
0: I think... You're one of the few people that got that. I think you're the only one here that at least got that. I <laughs> have no idea what you're <laughs> talking about. Oh, I forget. It. I never played WoW. Well. All right. Now, unless there's any other things anyone has to interject, well, now let's get on to Brag Camp. World premiere. I mean, proclamation <laughs> point. That's the right
2: completions, one. Completions. We have <laughs> Rocker Dude 5012 with a new milestone. 250 completed games. We have fighter X 93 chip with 550 followed closely by Chewy on ice. Also with 550. (laughs) They're going through the door at the same time. Awkward. Incompletion percentage: Carpe Adams seventy-nine with a thirty-one percent completion percentage. Farimhole with a completion percentage of fifty-four percent, but by the time he hears this, he'll probably be fifty-five or fifty-six. <laughs> J. Black with a completion percentage of fifty-four, and Bastion Reader with a completion percentage of seventy-one percent.
4: With ratio, we have a Lone Ranger today with Wheezy Fuzz. He has hit a TA ratio of one point eight. Now for streaks, we have Ben 72 on 100 days worth of achievements every day, 100 days, 100 day win streak in the books. Enigma Gamer77 has done the same thing, times 6, 600 days. And Matriarch has finally hit 2,500 days. That's so, also, that's crazy. not to be forgotten is our tried and true. Street King contenders with Simso at ten days, along with Freaky Ro, Sabin Rothschild, Officer Zero, Alex RD, High Road V2 Buffs, Zz Urban Spaceman, J Black, Mathism. Thank you, love that. And Legohead, nineteen seventy seven. <laughs> all gained a point because they hit ten day achievement. Pretty. When streaks, no, she was not in here. She needs to get better.
1: <laughs>
0: that was the mangle left. Uh, no, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> I don't know we're just...
0: All right. For achievements one, <laughs> Sabin, Sabin Rothschild has one ninety five hundred. 9,500. <laughs> Freaky 12,000. J Block, 13,000. Hyrule Vatu thirteen five. Mike Pitch, sixteen five. Chili on Ice, 19,000. Kingsman, 26,25. 20,500 RPG Davy, 22,500 Jimbot UK, 25,500 Brew with 26,000 Israel 102 of 30,000 and Mighty Mango with 35,500. That is a lot of achievements. And in the realm of gamer score, the Alpha Seagull has hit 25,000. Death Dealers has hit 200,000. Freaky RO, 300,000. And Wakapel has hit 750,000 gamer score. All right. Old Man Stretch.
1: Alex R. Davis... 300,000 TA score. Ice Fire Trademark has reached a new milestone of 800,000 TA score. haizo also 800,000 TA score. And good old staff member, vulgar Latino, 950,000 on his way to a million. Sabin Rothschild is in the top 20 of the TA leaderboard for management. Debt Dealers is in the top 50. Of the Ohio TA leaderboard and Gamerscore leaderboard for management. Ahizo is in the top 2,000 of the completed games leaderboard. Not too shabby. Freakyro, otherwise known as Freaky Row. Otherwise known as some guy who used to work at GameStop when that was a thing. Now it's basically a Hot Topic. Is now in the top 2,000 of the USA TA leaderboard. Chesno! On ice? Oh, wait. That's someone else. Top 2,000 of the England Gamer Score Leaderboard for collection and top 5,000 of the Europe Gamer Score Leaderboard. And Alex RD rears his head again, is now in the top 20,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard. Very nice job, everybody.
0: All right. Well, that is episode level 105 in the books. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that in all the different places you can at, you can send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at achievements, one oh one. join the discord discord.io slash H one Oh one. If you want to help us out monetarily, we would greatly appreciate it. Pa- you can check out the patreon patreon.com slash achievement hunting one Oh one. And last but not least, we have been going bananas with the Twitch streams. We've been streaming on most of the nights, uh, Follow us over there. You'll get the updates. Also, if, if you're in the Discord, you'll see, uh, you'll see us going live. Oh, um, what are you streaming this week? And when? What can the and listeners why? look forward to? And who?
1: Uh, yeah. How? Some <laughs> uh, shell so and I are streaming every Wednesday night at ten ish PM Eastern Standard Time. Um, we did Toe Jam and Earl with Prue and Brian this last week. So we played four players. And instead of playing on hard, we played on normal. So instead of dying on level six, I died on like level 10 <laughs> out of 25. <laughs> but, um,. Something went wrong, and Michelle and Brian also died. So Prue basically beat the entire game by himself, and that sounds about right. Got us all achievements. <laughs>
0: that sounds about. But
1: um, it was a a good a good time. A good time was held by all. I was watching some of
0: that stream. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, a lot of people I, were watching and like, "What is this?" I have never played that game before. I had absolutely no clue what you guys were doing what was going on
1: basically i mean the idea is simple. you walk around you look for presents you use them on bad guys and you look for spaceship parts and then you look for the elevator to go up to the next level and you do that 25 times all right yeah uh as far as what we're playing next not quite sure the, the, the weird thing is that the show drops Thursday and then we play on Wednesday. So I can't really tell you what's next without it being confusing. Ah, <laughs> but I think we're going to do a poll. And I think what I want to do is a Community Overcooked 2 night. I think we should do that. So, Ooh. so we could take turns being on the stream. I know Vulgar and J Black and Dit Dealers have been playing. So it got me thinking we should do that. And that's another that weird like thing where I have a local game. I play with Michelle and Brian and my wife, but we haven't been able to get together uh, due to the quarantine. But what's weird is that when you play local, only the first player gets achievements, but online everyone gets achievements. So That's odd. It's actually better online.
3: Most
0: things are better online. Then you'll have people around you.
1: So check out Cooperative Dissidents on Wednesday. That's what it's called, guys. Not co-optitude, but that's a cool name too. <laughs> the VOD are will also be it's probably up taken on Twitch or on
0: YouTube. And or on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I think we're gonna maybe play some battle block theater so you could see what a real co-op experience is like with us with her yelling at me for messing up a lot.
0: Sounds like our Thursday nights with Borderlands or Halo,
1: whatever the crap we're playing. <sighs> yeah, we'll talk about what we've been playing. next week
0: alright well with that class is dismissed see you next week
1: bye bye guys showcase showdown
4: Showdown. world premiere (laughs) world premiere (laughs) exclusive
7: Hey everyone, this is Vulgar with Achievement Hunting 101 reviews. Today we're going to be taking a look at a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of hats. Ultra Hat Dimension, a game retailing from Ranelica Games for $4.99, released this July. Ultra Hat Dimension is a puzzle game where you move different—they're called spluffs, but let's just call them blocks—and I'll probably be calling them blocks throughout this to get to point A and point B. You have to get the key. You have to dodge the spluffs or sometimes run into them. More on that in a little bit. To take the key to the exit, doing so gets you to the end of the stage, and in so doing, hopefully getting all of the gamer score. Getting all the gamer score, real easy to do. There's 1,000 points in this game. Beat 45 levels, and it is yours. Uh, You get an achievement every five levels. On that front, not too bad. What is bad is the rest of the game. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Hated this game. I hated this game quite a lot. The reason being is that the spluffs or blocks punch you if you come close to them. So they punch you and they knock you back one square. This is, in my opinion, a pretty terrible mechanic to have as the main point of your game. How often do you intend to get punched in any game that you've ever played or in real life? As a personal note, I've spent my entire life avoiding getting hit, just in general. So why would I want to play a game where I get hit? You get hit, it makes you fly back. Sometimes this is good, sometimes this is bad. You can also get into a daisy chain scenario where you get hit into another block, which hits you into another block, and you can never get out. Fortunately, the game gives you undos. Uh, you can hit the un- X button to undo a move. You have limited undos, and that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Why limit that doesn't really seem to make any sense. Just seems pretty arbitrary and kind of silly because you can just restart the level. There's no. Point there. But the other big thing is hats. So if you put on a hat, you'll see that some of the other blocks are wearing those hats too. And it's kind of like gangs. If one guy's colors and the others don't mix, they smash them up, smash them up, smash them up. Hey! So what I mean by that, if you're wearing that hat and it matches, they won't punch you. But if they see you punching someone else wearing a different hat, well, they punch you. Yeah. So you're balancing, picking up the hats. They're one-time-use hats. That's another thing that makes this a lot more complicated than it needs to be. And you can also use up the hat to send a block uh, one way or another. So you can send the block uh, to do things. So sometimes, depending, there is an encyclopedia, so you can look it up and see what the different hat interactions do as the different factions collide into one another. And all in all, it's just... Ugh... Getting punched is terrible. Figuring out what you need to do is terrible because if you try to make a mistake or if you, you don't have to try to make a mistake, it's pretty it's actually pretty easy. But if you make a mistake, you get punched. And if you do things right, you get punched. You have limited undos. so if you uh, do something too terrible, you have to restart the level all over again, which is frustrating i don't like this game i don't like it at all i don't like the sound effect that the little girl makes when she's getting punched she makes it every single time it's a ow ow every single time and it's grating because this is what's intentional the intentional part of this game is you being punched a lot a lot a lot i i guess we can go into the other parts of this game the story uh has a nice little opening animated cutscene that plays at about 10 frames a second but it's nice to see the animation explaining the plot such as it were you get little bits and bobs in between the different points of the game Uh, in between each level they have a little bit explaining all of that Uh, essentially you are a uh, girl who travels to the spluff dimension Uh, it seems like it's a dimension or other kingdom or whatever to get into a hat-making competition. And in the midst of this hat-making competition, an evil spluff uses a magic hat to make everyone go all aggro. The opening cutscene shows it. Uh, a man in the back says everyone attack and it just turns into an entire ballroom blitz. That's the second song reference of the day. What a review. So this is, uh, yeah, that's, the, that's all there is to it. I used a guide because I... Found very quickly that I hated solving any of the puzzles involved. Moving the blocks, too, was frustrating to get that right because, of, again, the limited undoes. Sometimes you had to maneuver the block in such a way to get a specific thing to happen. Uh, there's also timed triggered events. So one of them, for example, you move the block into another gang member block and it punches it, and then you have a limited amount of steps to finish it before he <laughs> gets unknocked knocked out. So you move him in, he gets knocked out, he has a number above him, you move that many steps, I thought initially it was a second counter, but it's not, it's steps, then they wake back up, and sometimes I've completely messed it up, and moved them, and didn't have enough steps, so I had to completely redo the level again, it's frustrating, I hate it, I hate the same song that plays over and over and over again, I hate the sound effects, I hate the concept, I Cannot recommend this game to anybody at all there's better puzzle games on Xbox that you can get a thousand gamer score in that's the only redeeming factor that's going to come out of this is that it only took me an hour and fifteen minutes or so with a guide it If I liked the game, it probably would have been a lot quicker and hey, there's extra values as well because there are two worlds that you don't actually have to go to to get the completion. So, if you are some sort of masochist or uh, really want to get some bang for your buck for Ultra Hat Dimension, you too can complete the rest of the levels. I didn't. I deleted it. As soon as I got the 1000 Gamer Score, I deleted it, kicked it off my console with extreme prejudice, and we'll never look at it again. Don't play Ultra Hat Dimension. Do something else. So,. With that out of the way, let's plug it in here. We're going to give it a one crumpled-up beaten hat out of five. Have a great rest of the day, though, and uh, thanks so much for listening.
8: Chief of the Watch, sound the dive alarm. Pass the word along to one MC. I'm I pass you the word. Dive,
1: dive, dive. That is a firm. We are in a dive. We are in a dive. A boy.
3: Dive, 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 dive! Dive! Dive, dive, Everybody in! We're going
6: under! Oh well. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> dive! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bean Divers Unanonymous. This is a safe space where we can talk openly about our bean dives with some like-minded nutters, I mean individuals. All of us here today have taken part in this year's bean dive event and while many people settle for dives of 20, 10 or 1 games, we have all pushed ourselves with over 80 or even 100 games or even in some cases multiple hundreds. Now it's time for us to share our stories with the group and remember no judging and no call outs. Oh and there are refreshments in the back although because all of you are currently remotely meeting with us I'm having all the refreshments to myself. I'll kick things off by sharing my own story. Hello my name is Chewy and I'm a bean diver. Well,
5: Welcome Welcome
6: This is my eighth official dive, though I must say I have shamefully partaken in some unofficial, off-the-books dives too. But I have managed to recover from every single one of my dives this year. I dived a hundred games, that led to a drop of six point one four percent from my seventy-one point one four percent completion, landing me at sixty-five percent. In order to recover. I would need to earn 1,788 achievements without starting any new games, which is almost five achievements a day. That should be perfectly doable, because many of my achievements were a grand bag of easy and pretty crap titles that I've picked up in the sales over the last year or so. There were some good games and AAA games thrown in the mix as well, though. I'd say that the game I'm most looking forward to going back to was the one that I saved for last, Star Wars Fallen Order. I'm not sure if you guys know, but I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan. Having appeared in six of the mainline films myself, as well as a lot of spin-off material, the less said about the Christmas special, the better. This game piqued my interest from the moment it was announced, and the generally positive feedback meant it was a no-brainer. I can't wait to get stuck in, though I hear that the Wookiees look pretty shonky in it. Like I said, a lot of the games I played were pretty rubbish, but the one I'm least looking forward to going back to is probably distrust. I picked up this game in the sale purely because in its pre-release material it stated that it was a spiritual successor to one of my personal favorite films John Carpenter's The Thing. Unfortunately the game seems to be absolute crap with poor tutorials and really no idea of what I was supposed to be doing in the first few sections of the game. You just kind of crawl through some buildings, search some stuff and hope for the best. I'm hoping the game picks up, but the first few minutes really didn't give me that warm, fuzzy feeling. Many, many, many of my games were very, very easy dives, including most of the Rattalikas. Probably one of the easiest was Bucket Night, because you just have to load the game. Yep, literally just load the game and pop. On the flip side of that, the game that would have been the most arduous to dive would have been Sherlock Holmes' Crime and Punishment. Now I've had this game on my dive shortlists for the past few years, but I've always passed it over because the first achievement comes at the end of the very first case, which means you're looking at least an hour of playtime. This year though, I decided to preload my dive. So when I had a break of gaming earlier in the year, I played that first hour up until the point where I would have got the achievement. That meant that when it came to dive at this time, I only had to play for a few minutes. Instead, the actual most arduous game of this dive was Tony Hawk's Proving Ground. I started up five skateboarding games in the dive as part of my long-term challenge over the next few months with Ralker and Fufu. Most of them were quick and easy dives, but this one required you to get to a sponsored level. And that meant probably, I'd say at least an hour to even a couple of hours of playtime to get to. In terms of my recovery journey, I am really hoping to recover within the year. And like I said, with most of my games being very easy and only five achievements a day, it should be very, very possible, so long as I stay strong and don't start too many more games in the meantime, which, let's be honest, is probably going to happen. Thank you for letting me share my bean
5: dive story. Hello, my name is Walker Pale, and I'm a bean diver.
6: Welcome, Welcome on, How many times have you bean dived?
5: Well, this is my second time. The first being back in 2018 when there was a badge attached to it. I never thought I would start on this path, but here I am.
6: Okay, so you've been dived once before and that was purely for a badge. What made you come back to it this
5: time? I'm not entirely sure. I just saw that there was an event going, pressed the start dive button, and uh, I, it began. I had only, do- like five games or so, and then the things went out of control from there. Very easily
6: done, very easily done. So tell me, this time how many games did you dive
5: in the end? Uh, I dove 101 games.
6: Now, that seems very fitting, and I'm going to assume there's a good reason behind that and it's community related. Would I be right in thinking that?
5: I don't know. I don't know why I did this to myself. (laughs)
6: <laughs> so okay, let's let's look at the stats. 101 games. What was your percentage drop and how many achievements do you need to get back?
5: Well, I was at 83.92%. Very respectable. And I'm now down to seventy-four dot sixty-two. Let's say nine point three percent drop.
6: And what achievements are you looking
5: at for recovery? Uh three thousand two hundred and three.
6: 3,203.
5: I think that might be one of
6: the biggest ones we've got here.
5: Well, I looked at the leaderboards and it's not over yet, but I was in the top 10 for now, just below Chesno, who dove 420 games, and he needs around 3,600 achievements to recover.
6: Okay, so 3,200 achievements, 365 days. You're looking at over eight achievements a day, nearly nine achievements a day to recover. Does that sound possible to you? Not at all. And that's without starting any new games, which is, let's be honest, unlikely.
5: No, I'm not sure if I'll ever be back at almost 84% again.
6: You'll never be the same worker. Okay, so let's not fixate too long on that, because I can tell it's causing you some distress.
5: (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the dive itself. How would you characterize your dive this year? Well, it was games that I actually intended to play as soon as possible, but you know how that goes. Uh, I put in some Arkham Knight, which nice. is a very long game. I will put in uh, other A games, uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, the Ezio Collection. Very nice.
6: Yeah, so, so some big meaty games there. Did
5: you uh, did you follow the Rattalaika uh, Easy Games route as well? I did. I did put a few Rattalaikas and otherwise Easy Games in the mix, uh, most of them having a large number of achievements, like Dead Effect 2.
6: Okay, and uh, did you touch Game Pass very much?
5: I did. I put the Messenger in there, both for Windows 10 and for Xbox.
6: Okay, the double stack. Okay, that's not too bad. So you're not playing with fire too much there because some people went quite hard on Game Pass dives and, you know, there's a risk, there's a big risk there of stuff leaving. Okay, so out of all of those many, many games, and it might be hard to remember all of them, I'm sure quite a few were fairly unmemorable, but uh, which game are you most looking forward to going back to?
5: I already jumped on and finished the story for Draugen which is one of the better walking sims on Xbox. It was made by Red Thread Games, the developers of Dreamfall Chapters, but is at a much smaller scale. It's around three hours long. It has a very unconventional video game protagonist. He is a physically weak academic type. I really like the story, but I'm sure it's very divisive, especially the ending, which I thought was really good. See, now
6: I skipped this in my dive partly by accident um but now you're just making me want to go
5: and start it to make you not want to start it it has two really bad achievements one of them being particularly bad there is an achievement for hearing every piece of dialogue in the entire game turning this three-hour game into a four and a half hour playthrough where you really have to follow a step-by-step guide and it's very easy to mess up yeah, I'm also looking forward to checking out Ghost 1.0, which had an unexpectedly good opening. Uh, I think it is a sci-fi corporate espionage, Metroidvania, but I'm not sure if that's entirely the case. Uh, so far, it is fully voiced, and uh, it was rather funny. Ghost 1.0? I haven't heard of that one. It's flying under the radar. Yeah, no idea about uh, it. i Picked it up in a sale when someone mentioned it, that it might be a Metroidvania. It's not tagged as such on TA. And uh, the TA community has rated it rather highly. I believe it was over 4, even if it was few votes.
6: 4.45 at the moment. It's pretty decent.
5: I also really look forward to playing Arkham Knight finally, after going through Arkham Asylum five times.
6: Yeah, I dived Arkham Knight last year and uh, I still haven't really gone back to it properly. It just seems so daunting. Which game are you least looking forward to
5: going back to? The first thing that comes into my mind is the Spyro and Crash Collections. (gasps) Sacrilege. I don't know why I did that to myself. I have no nostalgia for any of them. I have not played a single game before in either series. And the little I played of them, I did not like. Mm.
6: Confession time. Neither have I. What made you think... That this was not your kind of game, even after you dived it?
5: Well, they are ports of early PlayStation games, so they are rather primitive, even if they look nicer than I expected. They are also localized into Swedish. I'm not used to that. It sounds really strange whenever someone opens their mouth. The localization seems to be good, but there are not a lot of Swedish voice actors, and I can hear the same actors as I. Here in all the kids' programming that my daughter watches.
6: <laughs> Fair enough. I can imagine that being annoying.
5: <laughs> I also dove a bunch of short and easy games like Ball Boy and To Revive, which appeared terrible.
6: Ball Boy is unique. Let's put it that way. You'll 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 see as you go back to that. The the poo monster being particularly
5: memorable. Yeah. Once again. Was not impressed by first impressions. Cool. So, uh, of all those games that you played, which ones
6: would you classify as gimmies? For all those possible bean divers of the future, the ones that are quick to grab,
5: which ones stood out to you? A bucket night. I got an achievement without trying. I just booted up the game and there it went. Bleep bloop. The classic gimme. Uh, yeah. Okay,
6: so the flip side of that, was anything particularly arduous? Is there anything we should watch out for divers, particularly difficult or time-consuming to dive?
5: Yeah, this is going to be a very personal one, uh, since hopefully you'll not be able to replicate these uh, circumstances. I started CrossCode, and that turned out to be my most troublesome game to get the first achievement in. As I was playing my internet connection dropped as I fulfilled the conditions for the first achievement. The achievement did not unlock. Uh, I went down in the basement and discovered that my son had tampered with the router and found it almost suspended in the air using the ethernet cables between the modem and our desktop, uh, making me suspect he broke the modems ethernet connection as it was a tad loose. Uh, Of course I scolded him for him. Do not regret it even if it turned out that my ISP had just incorrectly configured some new equipment which caused the internet in my area to cut out overnight. It wasn't entirely gone but it just kept going up and down at very slow speeds. The next day I unlocked the second achievement in the game but the first never Unlocked, so I loaded a previous save to get the first one as well, so I wouldn't forget about it. Oh, so how much
6: time did you end up having to put into the game before you managed to get that first one on there?
5: Actual game time, it was probably less than an hour, but uh, with all the things going on around it, I probably spent four hours getting it on my tag. Ouch!
6: And and if everything had gone
5: smoothly, how long should that have taken you to get that first one? Well, probably around 20 to 30 minutes. Ouchie.
6: Okay, but does the game at least seem worth it?
5: I've played some more and uh, liked what I've seen so far, and there are several in the community who seems to be enjoying it as well. Okay,
6: so uh, we've talked a little bit about your stats. Do you think you are going to go for recovery this year, or do you think that you're just going to let things happen as as they
5: happen? There's no way I'm going to recover this year. Uh, I will probably go in the right direction, but who knows? It all depends on how much new stuff that I want to try out. I do try to complete the games that I start, but I've got so much started now, so I don't really know where to begin. Having said that, I'm
6: going to assume the, qu- next, the answer to the next question is no, but do you think you will be doing it again next year?
5: You are correct. I will not be doing it next year. Uh, Maybe if there's there's a badge attached to it, I'm going to do it, but uh, I'm just going to do the bare minimum. And
6: finally, let's get a little bit philosophical. Why do you think that we as a community do this to ourselves? Why do we bean dive?
5: It is another fun statistic to track. It also makes your game collection more visible than just putting it in your collection on ta Once you have an achievement in it, it's different from having it in your collection. It's more accurate representation of your game collection, uh, your actual completion of the games you own.
6: So it's about getting all your cards on the table and laying it out there and saying, this is what I've got. Yep.
5: Yeah, I, di- I didn't do that. I have hundreds of unstarted games, but uh, I wanted to close this bean dive as soon as I could, so I did not keep adding to the list.
6: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I could have quadrupled mine, I think, Um, similarly. But you ended yours on a nice, I'd say a nice round number, but that's not quite correct. A nice fitting number of 101. And just remember that you have a whole community behind you to support you along the way in your long journey to maybe recovery. Thank you, Wacker, for sharing your bean diving story. Thank you, Fury.
8: Hello, my name is Death Dealers, and I am a bean diver.
5: Welcome, Welcome to Death Dealers.
8: Could you please share with
6: the group how many times you have bean dived?
8: Uh, I have dived three times, unfortunately.
6: This being your third? Yes. Is that is that sequential, or have you taken breaks in between?
8: Uh, I believe I took one break in between. I didn't do last year, I believe.
6: So tell me, this year, how many games did you dive?
8: Uh, I dove 86 games.
6: Oof, 86 games. Do, do you have the stats available? I
8: do. I dropped 14.45% and I had a 2,282 achievements to recover from that.
6: That's over six achievements a day that you'll need to recover without starting any new games. And quite a big percentage drop. So, yeah, that's, that's quite an impact. It's not as big a dive as some of our other divers, but I think it's one of the biggest percentage drops that I've seen. Eh.
8: To be fair, not all of us be Chesno crazy.
6: <laughs> no, very few of us are. So, your dive this year, would you characterise it any particular way?
8: Uh, mostly the backlog. Uh, basically, any game I already had downloaded, which included pretty much every game with gold I've ever downloaded, all of that, I just went down the list in alphabetical order. My only uh, caveat was I wouldn't dive a game in a series where I hadn't completed the game before that.
6: That's a very fair point. I, I, I try and follow the same rules as much as possible. Although, in some cases, that's me meant I'm four or five installments behind because I'm so slow on catching up.
8: Yep, same here.
6: So I did notice you were you were aiming for a big percentage drop, so you were trying to get a few games with big lists, which is quite an interesting way of handling it.
8: Yeah, I made the mistake of letting patrons um, decide how far to drop it down, but I wouldn't go below 45%, so they all picked 45%. I thought they liked me more than that.
6: Yeah, don't ask people... Don't give, it, don't give people a low bar, because they will, they will tell you that's exactly where you need to end up. <laughs> uh, so, okay, out of all of those games, eighty-six. there's a lot of games, so it might be hard to remember them all, and I'm sure quite a few of them were fairly unmemorable. But which of the games that you played are you most looking forward to going back to? Uh,
8: there's actually four of them. Two of them I already finished, and that was Moving Out and Island Saver. When I was diving those, I didn't want to stop playing them to move on to the next games. And the other two is Bayonetta and uh, Metal Gear Solid, the Phantom Pain. Because both of those had such strange cutscenes in the beginning. I have no idea what's going on, but I am very curious as to what is going on.
6: Okay, yeah, so I'm actually with you on Island Saver as well. I myself dived that one, and it's quite an addictive little thing. It's, It's very simplistic, but there's just something about cleaning up that island, (laughs) it was just really addicting.
8: Yeah, and it helps with our addictive personalities to to just keep seeing those uh, quests finish up. and
6: Yeah, collect the things, recycle the things, clean the things, cash in the stuff, move on. (laughs) So the flip side of that coin is, I'm I'm sure amongst all those games there were also a few stinkers. Uh, Anything you're not particularly looking forward to going back to.
8: Killer Instinct.
6: Ooh, okay. X might have something to say about that.
8: I am not a fan of fighting games. I am not good at them. They are not my genre at all. But it was downloaded, and I said, you know, I'm going on the list. I'm not going to delete anything, so I don't dive it. And I blame Big L for that game being downloaded.
6: I mean, I blame Big L for most things, so that's fair. So now, now, uh, thinking back again... If there's any tips for any divers out there, any games that you found particularly easy to dive? Any gimmies?
8: Again, Killer Instinct.
6: <laughs> or what do you have to do for that?
8: I literally loaded into the game. I didn't even hit start in the menu and I got an auto-pop. Like as soon as I hit the main menu it just auto-popped and I'm like, well that's done.
6: <laughs> so if you'd started the game, realized actually this isn't for me, but you hadn't popped an achievement, do you think you would have been able to stop there?
8: Yeah, and that's my that was my thinking going into it. I'm like, well, you know, I can try it out. If it's not for me, I can go ahead and just not do it. It, it didn't give me the option to not do it.
6: Ah, uh, oh well. On the flip side of that one, were there any games that you found particularly arduous to dive? Difficulty, long time, anything like that?
8: Uh, again, Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Main.
6: Okay, what does that entail?
8: Just getting through the prologue. That's it. I've had 90 minutes before I had to be at work. I was like, okay, that'll give me enough time to get through the ends. I was on Medical Solid. I'm like, okay, easy enough, get through the prologue. No big deal. 90 minutes later, I still had not finished the prologue because there were so many unskippable cutscenes.
6: Uh, it
8: took another, like, 20 minutes after I got home from work before I could finally pop the first achievement in it.
6: Jeez. So here's something uh, that I'm interested in. Do you, if you've been down to game and you've played through some of the story, but kind of skipped your way through it to dive it as quickly as possible. When you come back to the game, do you start from the beginning, or do you just carry on from where you left off?
8: Oh, I absolutely start from the beginning, because otherwise I would be trying to figure out the controls and just fail miserably, so I just automatically start from the beginning.
6: So a game like this, where you've got unskippable unskippable cutscenes and you put like an hour into it at least, that makes it harder, (laughs) because then you have to kind of go back through all of that unskippable stuff. And you just want that achievement, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, you've done this, what, three times now? Yes. Do you think you'll be doing it again?
8: Most likely, because I just can't say no to a competition.
6: (laughs) It's not even a competition, it's just a thing that happens.
8: (laughs) We can make anything into a competition, and in the Discord, we do. Uh,
6: So, okay, thinking about that, let's get a bit philosophical. Why do you think we bean dive? Why do we do it? Why do you do it?
8: Because we're all crazy. Why do we, else do we achievement hunts? We're all just nuts.
6: I, I've spoken to Elroy about this, and when I ask him, and he he says to me, "Why? What are you doing?" And I say, "I'm bean diving." He says, "But why? What's the point?" I just don't get it. And our response is, "We're crazy. That's why." Mm-hmm. So, but um, are you are you are you in, invested in the recovery? Are you are you like? going to be pushing for it actively, or just letting it happen, if it happens?
8: Um, I'm trying to finish up Assassin's Creed Origins this month, and I want to finish Odyssey before the new Assassin's Creed comes out, but after that, I will definitely be pushing hard to try to complete it, because quite frankly, I want to beat Dark Lord Davis to the completion, to get the recovery on that.
6: Oh, okay, so a bit of a, an off-the-books challenge there. Yep. Recover before Dark Lord Davis, mm-hmm. i.e. Dinable. Nice. Okay. So, at six achievements a day. That seems pretty doable. Although that is if you don't start any new games in the meantime, which let's be honest, for most of us is unlikely to happen. Exactly. But uh I wish you all the very best in the year to come and remember we are all here to support you in your recovery.
8: Thank you. I'm I'm looking forward to uh getting out of this addiction.
6: <laughs> really? No, no. No, we're not we're not trying to get you out of it. We're supporting you through it, but we're all going to do it next year.
8: Yeah, yeah, you guys are a really bad influence. Why do we have this group again?
6: <laughs> Cuz we're crazy.
8: Exactly.
9: Hello. My name is Mental Knight. You can call me Frederick. I'm a bean diver.
6: Welcome, Welcome Mental. Mental. How many times have you been dived? Whew, Ah. Uh...
9: How many times have I dived? Uh, you know, four or five times in the past, but it's different for me cuz I generally dive every single game I get. Um, this was kind of different for me to actually let some pile up.
6: Normally you're on an endless bean dive, but this is the first time you've done a I am.
9: Yeah, that's just the way I I see things is is I want it, my completion percentage to be a real accurate one of it actually represents my collection and kind of my promise to myself of how much of my collection have I done so if it's like just those games I've decided to start it doesn't seem i don't know genuine to me so i just dive everything plus i mean it's so useful to have all the games on TA if i'm looking for something i know they're all in there and i don't have to fiddle with the collection um this year was a little different by the end of GTASK i was so busy beating Alroy by 22,000 points (laughs) that I let some of the dives pile up and I had like 20 games by the end of it like oh shoot I haven't dived these like 20 games but summer's coming up I'm like wait a minute we could put two and two together here but then it was just more and more so this year's different
6: yeah so this year I mean the numbers are pretty extraordinary so could you tell me how many games did you dive this year mental
9: uh 369 games actually
6: now a little birdie tells me that that might not be entirely true so mental I'm going to ask you one more time how many games have you actually dived
9: i think it's well documented
6: 369 right there now now mental now 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 we're, this is a this is a safe place we're open and honest here i see that since you closed your dive uh, many, many more games have been started. So I'm going to ask you another time, Mental. How many games have you dived? All
9: right, all right. Um. So here's the thing. Like, I wanted to do a blitz dive, right? And not just stretch it out. And I think I kind of succeeded there. Uh, 300 in the first 48 hours.
6: Yeah, you were top of the leaderboard for a long time. Yeah.
9: And I didn't just want to... And then I had some games in the mail and some games, uh, pre-ordered that wouldn't be till, like, next week, and it's like, well, these piddly last few, I don't want to just trickle out at the end, and I don't want to finish in a trickle, I want to finish in a 69. So that's what I did. And then they came in the mail, and then there was another sale, and then another sale, and then Vulgar said, hey, everybody, let's play 360 games. I'm like, okay, let's get some more games there, and, uh. All right, it was four hundred and forty-six games.
6: Oh, so uh, let me do some quick head maths here. Four hundred and forty-six minus three hundred and sixty-nine. So you've actually passed your official bean dive by an extra seventy-seven games. Is that and counting, or is this uh, is this over now?
9: All right, there's there's four more in the mail, but I think I'm just gonna. <laughs>
6: Oh, mental. I mean... I,
9: I mean, the dive only ends for someone like me when I really start to start climbing back, which I yes. definitely haven't yet. So it's a, no. it's a matter of when I want to say enough is enough. And I, I think it's time. I think 4.46. I don't want to wait another week for those. Yeah.
6: And I mean, it's it's an interesting thing when you have negative progress going in your bean dive recovery.
9: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty significant. Um 6,500 achievements for recovery.
6: Jeez. So, okay, so let's get into that then. Did you uh, did you notice when you f- officially finished your dive or, or now what your percentage drop has been and how many achievements you actually need to recover?
9: Uh, now I know it's uh, from 54 to 41%. Oof. And 6,500 for recovery.
6: And that's over a lot of games here, so... A drop of that magnitude is actually quite significant. Yeah, yeah. 6,500 over 365 days is approaching 18 achievements a day if you want to recover. And that's without starting anything new, which it sounds like that's going to be a tough one.
9: Okay, yeah, when you put it that way.
6: Okay, well, I mean, it might be hard apart from just saying it was very big, but... But how would you characterize the the dive? Was it primarily Games with Gold Games Pass? Was there any particular genres or series that showed up? Easy games, hard games, triple A's? Or was it just a complete mishmash?
9: Uh, unfortunately, it was mostly bot games. Um, I did notice I brought my dangling Game Pass games from 30 up to 60. Ooh. So, kind of playing with fire
6: there. That is risky um, business, yeah. It
9: can be, yeah. Nothing too huge, for the most part, unless it's something that I was definitely planning on buying anyway. Uh, But yeah, definitely going to have to keep an eye on those expiring ones. Um, Honestly, a lot of quick games. Uh, About 200 games that I would classify as quick, meaning like um, 200 TA per hour or better. Um, For the most part, a game I could finish after work. Um, and then a hundred more games that aren't necessarily quick, but I, that are easy, that I'll definitely finish. It just might take, you know, 15, 20 hours. Nice. So 300 quick and easy games, and then just some better stuff. So it's going to be a fun couple years.
6: So out of all of those games, it might be hard to remember all of them, but uh, what game do you think you might be looking forward to going back to most?
9: Oh, a lot of them actually, um... Blackwell Conspiracy, it was nice to get a little taste of that before the first achievement. Um, that one looked kind of like a, kind of like a, a, a in Portal, when you can kind of see the PowerPoint of what this company was up to before uh, stuff went down. Uh, that, that aspect of it looked kind of cool. Like, what was this company doing over in Stonehenge? Um, it could be a great game or a terrible game, puzzle-wise, I don't know, but the story, I'm kind of intrigued. I want to check that out. Okay, Kingdom Hearts, that's obviously a quality game when it when uh, I do have a chance to slow down series, really.
6: Confession Time, never played one.
9: That's fair. <laughs> You've saved a lot of time.
6: <laughs> okay, so the flip side of that coin is then which game are you then least looking forward to going back to?
9: Hmm, okay. There were definitely some bad ones. Um Genetic Disaster, I think may have been a mistake. That's a shoot 'em up that I didn't like the look of once I started playing it. Not sure how that'll turn out.
6: Living up to his name.
9: A disaster, right. Oh, and Brutal Rage. That was terrible. That uh beat 'em up. How 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 badly can you mess up a beat 'em up? But like first enemy, like so boring and hard.
6: So, I've noticed the developer and publisher of that game is called Two Bad Games. So, I mean, again, living up to <laughs> the name there.
9: Oh, Mr. Policeman, you had all the clues.
6: <laughs> okay. Uh, so, out of all, you mentioned a lot of easy games. Um, do you want to call out any that you found particularly easy to dive for any other bean divers out there who might want some tips?
9: Oh, geez. There's a few games that you just fire it up and it gives you the first one. That's. I mean when you do 400 there's going to be a few of those.
6: Yeah. I mean a few of those just press start and you got it once. Uh, <laughs> it is. There there was a few more of those Simpson ones.
9: Um I found myself in the unique position, extraordinarily unique I think, of uh trying to preload Bean Dive and being upset that the first achievement was easier than Reported, <laughs> like someone's like, yeah, just beat level four, and this one's yours. I'm like, actually, it's level three. Not that anyone else cares, but <laughs> or it's like, watch the first opening uh, cutscene and then walk forward. I'm like, okay, I'll do the cutscene, see if it does a autosave, and I won't walk forward. Well, you don't have to walk forward actually, so thanks a lot.
6: Oh, so okay. hang on, hang on a second. Let me oh, get boy. this straight. Most bean divers that I know. Uh, oh, bemoaning the games that take too long to bean dive. Okay? <laughs> because, you know, you think it might take 10 minutes, but it actually takes half an hour. What you're telling me is you're bemoaning the ones that pop too early?
9: Only because I was preloading to set up for the Blitz. Right. To try and get noticed. Say, hey, everybody, look at me.
6: I see. I don't have a problem. No, it's it's fine. No judgment here. No judgment here. Oh, well, not much anyway. Okay, so did you um, find any games particularly arduous to dive? Then did you do, do did you do some heavy preloading that took hours before you actually you know set it up for for popping? Um,
9: Stardew Valley was kind of a longer one. So uh, initially, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to get to that one in time. I'm going to have to do that on my own after the official event, but I, I did make time. I actually got enough gold uh selling my crops throughout the season. And uh Momodora I really wanted to add to the collection, but practically the first achievement is beating the game. There's one or two before that, but that's the most common one, is beating the game. So I'm like, well, I don't probably have time for that either. Looks like a good Metroidvania. Actually, there's two games that I was planning on diving, and was so glad that I couldn't get the first achievement or not very easily. But I'm out! <laughs> um, hello neighbor. I'm like, oh okay, like a three hour completion with a guide, great, sounds awesome. It's not my kind of game, but if I got a guide and just go here, do this, pick up this, put it there, sure, why not? I'll take another three thousand. No. No, it's a pain. I'm like following the guy trying to jump up this ladder over and over, getting so frustrated for the first achievement, like, you know what? I dodged a bullet here. This would be a terrible day in my life.
6: I feel your pain there, brother, because I did exactly the same thing. (laughs) I had it on my list, I started it up, I put 10, 15 minutes in, and I just said, you know what, not worth it. So I think we've already covered whether you think you might be able to recover within a year, probably not. You're looking at maybe a couple of years. That's your goal?
9: No, I would say that I did some math, and I think it would take three years for me to finish everything I bought, if that's all I played. But I don't need to finish them. I just need to get back up to 50-something, and with all the easy and quick stuff, I think I can pretty much do that in a year.
6: Okay. Well, we're here for you, to aid you on your recovery, your long road to recovery. Wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> do you think you'll be doing this again? You're going to get back on the horse, diving again next year?
9: No, not a big one. I have no need to store them up anymore. I'll still keep diving them as I go. It's
6: good to hear. Keep it, you know. Keep it sane. You don't want to go off the deep end.
9: Definitely want to get the completion percentage up. No more roller coaster.
6: Okay. Now we're going to get a little bit philosophical here. Why do you think? we do this to ourselves. Why do we bean dive?
9: Well, I mean, we all have different achievement priorities, right? And it seems normal to us and it seems crazy to the next person, right? Like if I just want to go ratio, one's like, well, well, that's stupid. You should be playing a bunch of easy games and getting as much score as you can. And we have our little fights about what's important. It's a, it's a very personal thing. For me, I like my whole completion to be represented. I mean, if your priority is to just play the best games you can just for fun, you'll be very happy. That is not the path that we achievement hunters have chosen. (laughs) (laughs) We have to choose one niche. And yeah.
6: So for you, it's about saying, it's about laying it all out in the open and saying, this is my collection.
9: Absolutely. And, th- and now it feels like a playground to me. So it's, it's all ready to go. Bunch of fun and easy stuff ready to go. And it, yeah, absolutely. Take the hit. on um, front. Fantastic.
6: Okay. Well, mental. Uh, that was quite enlightening. I'm glad you were fully honest and open eventually about the truth of the numbers. Uh, and we hope you all the best in your long journey to recovery.
9: Thank you. Thanks for the chance to uh, connect with the community a little bit more.
6: Thank you for sharing. Thank you everyone for taking the time to share with me your bean dive stories. Join us next week to hear from four more crazy bean divers.